You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. The Nordic Frontier! no reasonable level of anti-Semitism. Nordic resistance movement are present. comrades and welcome back to the nordic frontier it is the final solution to your podcast problem and you have arrived we come to you live every sunday at 8 30 swedish master race time it is a national socialist broadcast hosted by members of the nordic resistance movement and my name is andreas and with me, as usual, I have my Icelandic comrade, Guffy. How are you doing? Doing, doing fiery furious, I think. Uh, as you know, the god of war is burning from the ground in Iceland and burning houses to the well, two rebels. But it's not only fire from the ground, there's fire in my heart. So we continue as always. It was pretty crazy. Crazy news from Gandavik yeah. today. I was uh, watching the yeah. live stream and it's literally eating the town alive. You have yeah. lava and spewing has... out of the ground. Yeah, it's uh, and things are so uncertain because nobody knows if it's going to continue for days or months as sometimes it does because this area is just... Uh, well, it's not a volcano it's a volcanic system so mm. things can be well fiery as i said <laughs> yeah that's right it is hot that's right it it's is getting, hot it's getting warmer here as well in the land of the north so it's uh, about minus 10 today uh, yeah it was a, a full week of minus 35 there for a while but we seem to have evened out right now and I can hear my my uh, audio uh, levels being adjusted as well for me. Thanks, Windows. I appreciate it. 
We got that again. All right. Yeah, yes. I have fiddled right. with it this week. Yeah. I know I showed you. I found the setting. And I don't know. Yeah. It just wants me to be suicidal. Anyway, yeah. we have a very special guest tonight. We have uh, Jeremy McKenzie from Canada. How are you doing? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. You know, uh, we're going to talk about uh, your journey. Uh, we're going to talk about the truckers and your podcast and everything that you do. But I heard a rumor, and I put the, put it down in my notes, that your podcast is fueled by feeding Christopher Walken eyelids. Is this true? <laughs> that's only te that's just temporarily. That's uh, just this week. Okay. <laughs> so. Whatever he asks for. <laughs> give it, you have to give wants. it to him. <laughs> he has dark supernatural powers. He just, I, I don't know. He floats around. It's creepy. It's not something I'm willing to contend with. I just give him what he wants. Everybody, you know, goes home safe. Yeah. Except for his victims, of course. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was a good bit. I did have a chuckle. So, yeah, we, we, I'm just going to do some office work here before we get into the conversation. We have uh, some sure. donations coming in. We have Biral. 2003 and we say may the blessing of tear be upon you and uh, if you want to donate to the show uh, you can do so on odyssey.com if you have a user and you're listening to the show you can do so during the week as well on any video but if you're listening live you can ask questions and give comments on what we're talking about something about canada something about canada sorry about that one <laughs> And, uh, you know, anything really about food or Nazis. That's, uh, that's the span that you have. So any donations are very much appreciated. We also have a link on nordicresistancemovement.org, which is our website, uh, a donation tab there if you want to send cash or crypto. If you're into that kind of stuff, you can do that there. And uh, I was going to make this uh, fast, but I have a very sad news for Nordic Frontier fans. Brace yourself. You know, now, I know that uh, Mr. AG was uh, suicidal the other week before we came back after the Christmas break. So I hope that he will stay alive during this period. But it seems like, uh, and it's not doesn't seem like, I'm... Uh, Due to work, life, and everything that you know, that uh, you know, this is a part-time gig. Uh, I uh, can't do the show for at least two and a half months going forward, which is the longest break I think that the Nordic uh, Frontier has ever had in, ex in its existence. For we've been going for over seven years now, so we're gonna enjoy that break, I guess. But it is what oh. it is, like Ryan Gosling would say. And I hope that everyone stays alive. He said alive. that? <laughs> no, that's just a meme. <laughs> Every Ryan Gosling <laughs> character, he just oozes. It is what it is. Uh, you know, it's, no, the, it's that, the male archetype of this, the, the stoic. It's just uh, oh, yeah. staring out into the distance. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you have to do now. You have to stare out into the distance, be stoic, and... Uh, Listen to other Race shows. for fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. Listen to other shows. Listen to Jeremy's show. I'm sure he's not going on a two and a half months hiatus. So I'm a well, unless I'm in jail. I'm a big fan of staring out windows, though. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's good on a rainy day. <laughs> 
any insane. any day, especially if people can see you, and then they'll surmise that you're probably insane and leave you alone. You know, my, my father <laughs> does this for hours. I'm not kidding. He's always, <laughs> he's seven, 74 years old now. He, you know, when I'm coming to to visit, he is out in the window. Yeah. With lights on, standing there, maybe shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good look. Nice. Yeah. And he smokes cigarettes also, so he might have a cigarette. So if, if it's dark, you, you see him taking a puff and the red yeah, glow. You see the glow when he, <laughs> when yeah. he inhales. That's nice. Yeah. yeah but I he's wanted... not a saint, just senile. No. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to say that uh, I will be a guest on other shows going forward uh, in uh, January and February. So I look forward to that. And that will be posted in the Nordic Frontier channel on uh, Telegram. So, uh, yeah, have your eyes out for that one. So we'll run a little jingle here, and uh, we'll be back with the show. Yo, this is Rob Rondo here from Will to Rise. You're listening to the Nordic Frontier, the final solution to all your podcast problems. The uh, final solution to all your podcast problems. Thanks for listening to Project Schoolyard Volume 2. For more information about the project, as well as lyric to the songs on this CD, please visit www.tightrope.cc. You can also find jokes, news articles, a photo gallery, free CD downloads, and a secure online shopping cart. We carry a full line of flags, t-shirts, CDs, books, stickers, and other products of interest to racially conscious white people. Please visit www.tightrope.cc. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. All right, we're back from that break. So, yes, I had a, a thing that I uh, wanted to discuss before we get into some uh, talking about yourself and your show and uh, what you do, because I know you reported on this as well, and this is a explicitly anti-Semitic show, so we can't go without mentioning the Jew tunnels. So <laughs> we're just gonna have. <laughs> can to anyone? Spend... Can anyone? <laughs> exactly. It's literally. <laughs> what everyone has been talking about for the past week. And yeah. it was a news news that broke on literally Monday morning, or was it Tuesday morning? But it was after our show last week, so I felt yeah. severely news-cucked. And yeah. I had been waiting. My sister, to... uh, yeah, I, I had been on Monday night, and my sister texted me right when I was finished, and she said, did you see, did you see her about the secret Jew tunnels? <laughs> I was like, like, what? What's this? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, from all people, like... Yeah, and I had to go look it up, and I was like, "Of course, yeah, this is this is insane." But I'm not surprised somehow. Yeah, the, yeah, it's hard getting surprised nowadays. The world is getting yeah. pretty crazy. But it's like yeah. 
one of the memes in this collection, I'm showing some, some slides here on the show for the people that are listening to the audio. But uh, one of the memes is, who had Jew tunnels for January? It's literally, <laughs> people are sitting, trying to predict the next thing. Like, it's it's hard. Like, you had, uh, obviously, last year's biggest news was the Gaza thing, but it wasn't really the Hamas attack. It was the Jewish response and the Jewish media campaign following that. There was the actual insane, the insanity. That uh, And now, and that was kind of where I started thinking that they were losing the narrative, like the PR war. And yeah. now I'm like, fuck, they're just handing it over to us. Like, this is solving the Jewish question in real time, and I'm doing nothing. I'm just watching it yeah. <laughs> unfold. So, yeah, what, what are your comments on these tunnels? It, it <laughs> The existence of them, it, it's always the response and how they, you know, respond to things. I was just thinking the other night, if they had just, there, there's never any um, concession that any wrongdoing has ever happened from any of no. these people. They'll never say, you know what, you're right, this was a little too far, or maybe we are being really heavy-handed and killing way too many children, 137 children per day, yeah. the average is... 0.6 to 2 per day in contemporary conflicts, Ukraine, Afghanistan, Iraq, and so on. So like, so you're deliberately killed. There's never any anything like that. It's always, if any kind of criticism or any questioning or any sincere, innocent uh, um, questions are, are leveled at them, which is how I you know, came to be in this, was just sincere, like, what is this? Can you explain this? This seems very counter uh, or, or hypocritical to other things. I've and then you get attacked for it. So they're not good at making friends in that way. No, and in this case, it's literally like, well, they just needed more space to pray. And <laughs> I read, I heard that, yeah. <laughs> if, Below if, ground, apparently. Yeah, if you look at the videos, which is, I don't know who filmed that video that everyone's been watching. Mm. If you look at those tunnels, I don't think anyone's praying in those tunnels. I think people, someone no. is going somewhere in those tunnels or yeah. coming from somewhere. And, uh, allegedly, what... Um... I mean, there's, again, good luck confirming any of this because they're probably already con poured concrete through the thing and filled it up anyway. But 300 meters away from the Shabbat or Chabad Lubavitch headquarters was a, a bathhouse, a Jewish yeah. ritual bathhouse on 394 Kingston Avenue, which was being investigated for uh, child sexual abuse just two months ago. Yeah, That's where uh -huh. the tunnel went. So, I mean, yeah. why is there a high chair in the tunnel? Why are there any, like, why is it there? How did it come to be there? Um, and again, no answer, just more accusations and, you know, they'll come after you for suggesting anything. And, 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 and it's like, while we're on the topic, uh, are we going to mention, I, I've been saying, why are we calling it Epstein Island? It should be called Mossad Island, shouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Or Israel Island? Cause that's who owns it. It's not Jeffrey Epstein didn't buy that place. He didn't settle that up on his own. He was just an employee. So, you know, what's next? They all, all these things come in threes, I suppose. So what's yeah. the third one going to be? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. The, the guy that has the money on that one. He's got some mm. foresight because it is pretty crazy. And like you're saying, it's the same thing with the Hamas attack. I'm saying it like the Jews now. Hamas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the, yeah. you know, all the Hamas. accusations of rape and all the atrocities, yeah. the beheaded babies and all that stuff. And we're like, where's the pictures? Where Where's the babies? Where's right. anything that yeah. you're claiming? Yep. Just like with the Jews tunnels. One of the first things that I heard was that it was during covid and then yeah. uh, no. 
Tim Poole was very quick uh, coming out saying that uh, if these were tunnels to to be able to pray yeah. during COVID times where New York illegally shut down everything, I say based as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's what he chose. Tim Poole reminds me he yeah, he reminds me of like a cat you're trying to put into a bath or something. Like they'll put their foot in and then fight you all the way in like you know, it's yeah. finding any kind of reason or, or, oh, no, this is actually fine because of this crazy, fantastical, nebulous, vague, you know, stitched together <laughs> scenario. I've been, oh, they're because they're avoiding uh, the lockdown. Well, they, you just did this a few months ago and the lockdowns ended a year and a half ago. So, I mean, yeah. And that's another uh, again, thing. Like, yeah, that's goes, been debunked. Like, that, that's not, yeah. that, that's firstly, it's claimed that that's going on. And then, they ignore yeah. every, all the counter reactions like, okay, this was uh, dug six months ago or whatever. So it couldn't be COVID. Then they're silent yeah. and they think for a while and then they have to come up with a new one. Okay. It's for praying. It's praying space. Mm-hmm. You know, they just. Yeah. And Tim Pool is one of the, like, did somebody else do the math here and said something like 40% of his guests are Jewish? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when you're less than one or 2% of America, how is it that you end up? You know, are you just exclusively going through like a Rolodex of friend circles or like how, <laughs> how, how exactly does that happen? I mean, I don't know. He, he knows. Yeah, he knows what to say and what not to say. And, and it's just funny watching them try to scramble to not not approach what's obvious to everyone. It's really interesting. I really enjoy watching all these so-called conservative influencers and people like Poole. And they'll try to ride the fence as much, they'll play both sides as much as they can because that's where the most money is and influence. And that's what they're really after. They're not trying to tell anybody anything or, or make any kind of difference. It's more primarily the, the, the focus is always their numbers and their, their reach and their bank accounts and, and all that kind of stuff, which of course is how they, we get manipulated. People like that are easy to manipulate. If you can buy someone, if they value money and treasure and that's what they're after, then, you know, they've, the bad guys have unlimited amounts of that. So it's easy to buy people like that. And that's most people, that's almost everybody out there. So hence the situation we're in, if people didn't, you know, love money as much as they do. But yeah. You know, maybe even enough for- tunnels. Yeah, I, I always think when something like this happens and he says based as fuck about rape tunnels, there must be a, <laughs> there must be a, a fall off, like a huge chunk of his listeners yeah. slash viewers must be like, and as, okay, that's it. I'm going <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah. And as as if, if if this was a mosque, if and it's not just any headquarters either. This is the Chabad Lubavitch headquarters yeah, like in New York City, which one. it's like the hive. Yeah. yeah, that'd be like if you if you went under like the biggest mosque in Saudi Arabia and there's tunnels leading all over the place or or a Christian church in the Vatican or something or any churches in, in Canada, or the United States, and they find this and there's police there. Like what you think there wouldn't be questions. They're pulling dirty, you know, mattresses and high chairs and ch- diapers and children's clothes out of <laughs> tunnels underneath the underneath the Catholic church. Jesus. I think people would have some questions. Yeah. Yeah. And people have been watching uh, their behavior as well during the videos and stuff like that. There was some, a lot of Israeli Jews as well at this, uh, yeah, at they're this very, uh, yeah, this is, yeah. Netanyahu had been blessed there. A bunch of these big wig, uh, characters there. Kissinger has been through there a number of times, all mm-hmm. the, you know, the who's who of that kind of network. So it's not just any old, you know, temple either. No. And there was a, a long list. Uh, I didn't save that tweet, of course, but there was a long list. Someone, called out a lot of twitter accounts that had been silent during all of this mm-hmm. literally hadn't yeah. said said a word <laughs> about these things yeah uh, it's very telling yeah. that uh, this is literally bad 
bad news yeah. and they don't want to address it because these are accounts yeah. that aren't necessarily Jewish. They're just, I don't even they know. know if they're all like super Zionist either. They're just on the Jews side. Like they're on, not yeah, and they can tell yeah, it looks yeah. yeah, they know it looks bad, so they'd rather not try any attention to it because it's the implications are probably not going to go anywhere they would like. So they'd rather just yeah, pretend they, it's not happening or talk about something else. Yeah, they, they couldn't handle like the response, like the, the reply guy in in that post would mm. be like, uh, "So what's going on with that mattress? What's uh... <laughs> yeah, what's... yeah, what's that about?" <laughs> and one guy I I saw he I was making fun of him. Some guy his name is like Schleimy or I don't know. I called him Slimer on twitter said yeah well your mattresses have stains on them oh, too yes, like yeah but i but i have sex on my mattress <laughs> which is not in a tunnel underneath the temple with children's <laughs> clothes around this isn't a win like why are you you know this isn't absolving you of anything you're making it worse but yeah uh, it's like the, the defenses they try to use are it makes it worse yeah. ah, it's all all mattresses have you know bodily fluid stains on them like yeah right because That's people right. are how did they get there from what, what causes them you know why again brings it which brings us back to why is there a you know who knows what it is what the stains are but like why are there clearly you know soiled mattresses of which you know the cause can only be so many things inside your underground you know sewer temple and i i don't know i for some reason i, I pictured it it would have been a lot more <laughs> well developed i suppose yeah, exactly. and they see these Posh, little hamas you know? tunnels who are <laughs> Yeah, they've got piping for air and electricity and what like they've got oh this is a pretty you know, this is a very intelligently set up tunnel. Now yeah. this is just like a rat hole. It's just like yeah, a chip. Exactly. You can't even stand up. No. Which was the funniest part was to me imagine these guys like scurrying on their hands and knees through this dark tunnel yeah. in the dirt. Imagine couldn't even be bothered. <laughs> yeah. This is two and a half feet high, just crouched over, huddling around you know, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it must be the prayer like... space. I don't yeah, go on. Yeah, I, I noticed too. It, it seemed like in the wall, as you come right through the hall, he, in the camera pans to the right, there's a there's a an idol or something in the wall. It looks like a child's doll. Very oh, shit, bizarre. Like it, he just panned past it quickly. But if you can stop, there's a frame or two, or it looks like like it's a like a raggedy Ann doll or something in an impression inside the wall. <laughs> um, it's just the Blair Witch Project down there. It's nothing, <laughs> you know. It's like you went down there and there's all kinds of books and like, oh, it was an old library that just collapsed. And oh yeah, I can see that that's the case. No, there's strange child's accoutrements and high chairs and discarded clothing, and it looks like a rape tunnel. I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Well, they'll just fill it. Just fill They're it. Breaking. In. They're breaking. Just turn it down a little bit. We can have it in the background. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's not pretty. Yeah, and that guy was that real? He's like, I hear. I hope. It, I, I don't know if there's a real tweet. So as far as I know, in November, December, he's like, I swear, I hear Yiddish under my floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, everyone owes everyone owes me an apology. Yeah, that would be crazy. That'd be terrifying trying to sleep and you can hear this. Like, I, I think I'd go. I think I was going crazy. <laughs> I hear but yeah, there they are. They're the they're literally in the walls. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, disturbing. You know, they're in the walls. So that's. I mean, we used you could you could say, yeah, hey guys, you got to be careful. There's Jews in the walls, and we would laugh. But now, no, it's a concern. Yeah. It does happen. It is it's something that is known to happen now. It's just reality. <laughs> it's no longer a no longer a theory. This is they have tunnels and they live in the walls and they they. I saw other, um, I assume these were copies of the Talmud or something. Um, guys running out with uh, like armloads of books, like all these volumes of books and binders and stuff. And they're just like scurrying away. I don't, what, what, 
you know, I don't know. It, it just seems something's been discovered. They should cordon all this off. Nobody goes anywhere. Nobody takes anything anywhere. What's going on? It's pandemonium. And um, I don't know if they're fighting with each other. It's it's odd and strange yeah. to me that anyone would even film and upload this from inside the temple at all. That's not yeah, exactly. normal practice. Who's filming that? Like, is that a Jew filming yeah. that? Like, that's some bad. I, optics, it seems man. like. I'm uh, I'm wondering too because I mean I mean they're arguably people too, <laughs> but uh, the amount of pressure that they're under in the community that they're under, um, I've I mean just to play devil's advocate, when you know there's infighting that happens on our end too when when yeah. people are under a lot of pressure and stress and people yeah. start to get paranoid and you know attack each other. So maybe there's different sects of, uh, you know, uh, different Jewish leaders and maybe there's a power struggle. Somebody ratted somebody. Who the hell knows what's going on? But it looked. Uh, yeah, but it, and what were they doing? Climbing over the tables and flipping tables over? Like, what were they going to yeah, try to do one, to these cops? I don't like, know. The thing is, one thing, without being too uh, anti-Semitic, but just watching these people, they look white, but they act like Arabs. This is what yeah. a, a lot of people see. Like, they just, they sound crazy. They're shouting. They're throwing stuff. It's just like yeah. when you see, and this is not to be horrible, when you, but, but when you see the chaos in like Palestine, and you see all these people dying. They're like just shouting, Allah Akbar, all the time. Yeah. And, you know, that's all they do. Like, white people don't do that. Even though you're no. under, like, that kind of situation, we behave completely different. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. But these uh, yeah. Hasidic Jews, they remind me of Arabs more yeah. than white people. Like, they, they have this, well, I mean, like, Semitic uh, yeah. DNA. So, the, they have uh, a different kind of One behavior. of the more interesting... Yeah, one of the more interesting studies I've seen, um, I didn't like it because I don't understand most of the science. I'm not a biologist. I'm certainly not a neuroscientist, but um, it was it was Chinese and it was detailing different um, like, like what the differences are physically between uh, different races. And it had near the bottom because people are always like, oh, the, it's just a skin deep difference. And I'd rather see what's on the inside. Let's show me that chart. Like conveniently, they do have that <laughs> at the very bottom. One of the things that is the least different, like that has any real impact at all, is the skin color. Like that's mm -hmm. basically a, a non-issue at all. But the top like three or four with the huge discrepancies in variation from one to the other is your brain tube patterning, your pituitary gland. So like your brain. Mm -hmm. So how different people think and process emotions and, and thoughts and like all of this is different depending on the structure of your brain, obviously. So, yeah, it's not it's like Why do these different groups behave differently? Because they're different, you know, yeah. and <laughs> science confirms this. Ah, racist. Like, OK, that's just what's true, though. But whatever. Yeah, it's Canada. So, you know, you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's also. Yeah, a lot of people in Sweden has actually gone to jail or gotten fined heavily for just IQ mm. research. Like literally, scholars really have been punished for just for doing it, just for finding out. <laughs> you know, oh, it's man. very expensive yeah. finding out. But yeah, well, I was I was watching a, I think it's only a year old. I don't know how, where it came from. I think it's called In the Name of Zion. It's like one of these kind of yeah. stitched together parts of many other. Have you seen this one? Are you familiar with this one? I've seen that. It's like six ago, hours yeah. long. Yeah, and there's a part in there that I'm kind of aware of, but a little more in-depth into other things about how a lot of these banks uh, have basically, for a long time ago, completely captured educational uh, institutions and academia. Mm. And they can, uh, you basically have to be on, if the bank doesn't like you, you don't get tenure, you don't get uh, anything, you don't get research grant, like you don't have a job, you don't have a career. So, I mean, like we're entirely beholden to this, you know, financial system. Like you yeah. can't even... 
like even our education is completely you know controlled and now they're going after the food next so yeah and you can imagine all all the research like if you're a scientist Mm. they want to do certain research you're not going to get the money to do that kind of research if they don't like it and if you do the research and your results are something they don't like they're just going to shut you down they're not going to publish you all that kind of stuff yeah yeah, I had examples of guys in there that were told like UK, so you have to change your findings or you're mm-hmm. fired, you know, yeah. which is crazy. And then how do you how do you make a living as an academic if you don't get bankrolled by one of these schools or universities because they're all owned by the banks? So you just don't I guess you're working at uh, you know, IKEA now or something. <laughs> you know, it used mm-hmm. to be a, oh, well, you were a biologist not anymore. Now you now you drive a trash truck or something. It is no uh, money and honest uh, biology. And, uh, no, I'm honest. Anything seems like all the money lives in the world of lies these days. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. All right, so we're gonna get into your uh, your little journey here. And uh, you know, I was listening to your podcast. Or I saw that your podcast was called the Ragecast, and I was telling the ferryman <laughs> this when he was on, and I was like, "What's this about?" And then I listened to it, and then I understood why it was called the Ragecast. <laughs> it's, it's just pure rage for three and a half hours and uh, pretty much I mean, that's you know yeah. it, it must be like cathartic for you like it's yeah. some sort of rage therapy that you're going through there yeah it, it's something that i i discovered in the military because mm-hmm. it provided an environment where i mean it's the military it, it was the infantry or like the special forces where it's like you could say anything over here like you know it's it's an old very old school man world and sometimes things just had to be said. And it wasn't like I didn't invent this. I just observed guys doing this, like the Sergeant Major characters. Sometimes you just, sometimes guys would just get tore into in a very brutal fashion. And it was, but it was all true and everybody understood and everything got better after that. Mm. And it was just kind of, it had to get to that point. So that's just kind of the world I came from. And I just started doing it on the internet. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. People <laughs> enjoyed it because, you know, if they like to see, um, you know, especially if it's something they also agree, like, I really don't like this either. And someone else just comes and, you know, cuts it to ribbons in, in, a, in a, such an un-Canadian way, typical of, you yeah. know, we have to be very polite and everybody has to be, I don't, I don't care for that at all. <laughs> you know, we've been trying that for decades. It's gotten us where we are doormats. And, uh, so I was just like, I'll just do it the other way. And I had a couple of guys, um, you know, kind of weaker, softer guys. Like, you can't talk like that. It's, it's like being in the barracks. It's good. Off. I was like, that's a. What do you mean I can't? Exactly I, I can. Yeah, I can mean. and I am. And if they don't like it, they can leave, you know. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a way to communicate. But I always I always feel better afterwards. Um, it is kind of like a stress release. It's just like uh, once you yeah. once you've said it, then it's said you don't have to think about it anymore. But if you keep it in, it just it will roll around in your head until you go crazy. Yeah. And I just feel I, I compared it to um you know, like music, like some, some guys, uh, they, they have to write songs or paint a paint. They have to do something. Yeah. Uh, maybe they have to go to the gym and lift weights. Maybe they have to go hit the heavy bag. They go, you know, run 25 kilometers or something. There's, there's a need to, there's something, you know, energy wise in here that has to get out and that's how I do it. And it makes me feel better and other people enjoy it. So why, uh, you know, it's not illegal yet. So <laughs> I'll keep doing it <laughs> until it is. Yeah. I, I hope you don't take this as an insult, but literally, and I will. <laughs> but, but <laughs> you are like the Canadian Alex Jones, energy-wise. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. how I'm going to haul him up by chain. Do you like Hitler? 
I'll eat my neighbors. <laughs> I'll eat your ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've, I've talked to him a couple of times. Have uh, you? Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. Like over the, yeah. A uh, couple 2021, maybe the first time I've been on there like two or three times, mostly around really? the trucker convoy stuff that happened. And, oh, I did. Yeah. I missed that. God damn. Years ago. Now, um, not since, yeah, probably a year and a half ago. But uh, yeah, he's an interesting guy. I feel like I understand him a little better than maybe some people just because of his personality. Like I kind of see myself like the same kind of ADHD, scatterbrain, um, anxiety, warm, whatever's going on in his head, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like I have some of that for sure. You know, whatever that is. Yeah. But the thing um, is, he's but, a, uh, he's a great entertainer. Like I've always is. seen him as a yep. shill. Like he is obviously chosen aside here when it comes to like Jewish. Power. I, I would love I would love to, because this is not something anybody's ever going to talk about. He's never going to say this in public, but I, I would love to get into that situation where it's just like you and him and a bottle of whiskey, you know, yeah. and be like, what is really going on, man? Like, yeah. do they have pictures of you? Like, what is it? What's what's happening? Because I think the problem the first, is that he has Jewish children. I think that's the main. That could be. It could be. Like, <laughs> as I know some yeah. people, they just, they have a hard time. It feels like you're attacking your own family, right? Yeah, so they just can't is. do it. Uh, that could be. Um or, you know, it's like, I've got pictures of your kids going to school <laughs> that slipped under your door one day and it's yeah, like, yeah. shut up now. And you're like, well, um, do you make a tactical decision at that point to go, I can just stop what I'm doing, which is affecting, makes no effect anymore, or continue what I'm doing and take out this 20% and get, is that better than nothing? Like, who knows? Who knows what happened? But what I, I didn't know what Mossad was until I heard it from Alex Jones, like 15 years ago, mm-hmm. it was 2002 or, or earlier not long after the 9-11 attacks. And he said, yeah. their fingerprints are all over this. And yeah, he was he saying, was look really at Netanyahu. Getting... For a while. Oh, yeah. He was like, look, he's got 60 standing ovations. Like he's, what is he, our emperor? They're, they're clapping for him more than any other president we've ever had. Yeah. And all of this. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. And then I started looking into this. And I didn't really, I wasn't like an Alex Jones super fan. But, you know, you go back, back and forth. And you're like, oh, now he's pro. But he said, how did mm-hmm. he? So something happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um Either way, it's uh, as long is, as you know and you're aware, it doesn't affect you. The Jew you. tunnels have radicalized uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> might have. Oh, uh, shit, Gavin shit. McGinnis, too, walking off of the set with uh, that debate here. Early. Then go! Sorry, I'm going to play it again. Here we go. But it's time for Jews, particularly. Then go! Then get killed! Your bizarre behavior is causing this. You're your own worst enemy, not me. Go kill yourself. Take your children with you. I'm sorry you're going to get them killed, too. I don't know if that's too spicy, but it is. We're going to be on a break here, so we're going to fire them off. Yeah, part of that edit there at the end with the cartoon, it was the cartoon Emperor Hadrian. There's a, uh, was it called the, the Good Roman Emperors? This is his yeah. YouTube video, and there's a segment there where they, hilarious. I really enjoyed that cartoon. <laughs> yeah, so I, I recognize what you're saying when you're talking about this, uh, getting like a relief from expressing yourself like an artist gets mm. from creating things yeah. like that. And it was, it was the same for me when I started this podcast that, yeah. Uh, Obviously, I, I joined the movement and I had people to talk to, but I had all these people out there like yourself and other content creators that I thought was really interesting and I really wanted to talk to them. So you create mm. a podcast and you get the opportunity to sit down and talk to them. You have a, yeah. a reason to say hello and stuff like that. 
so it has really been very cathartic in that way like uh, you, you've gotten it out yeah, of your system you know yeah it's been challenging uh it's kind of nerve-wracking at, at first initially mm. when you don't know how people are going to respond because um, I didn't have any network or anything. It was just like, I'm just going to start saying things <laughs> on the internet, you know? Mm. And I think I started the first stream I did. I had 16 people or something like that, yeah. you know? um, which was like, oh, more than three, which is what I expected. So that's excellent. 16 seemed like a big number to me at the time. I was like, holy crap, that's incredible. You know, 16 people. And, and all things started, I was, I think I was watching Owen Benjamin one day, years and years ago, like 2018 or something. And he's just yelling at a laptop in his backyard, and there's 5,000 people listening to him. Mm. And I was like, imagining 5,000 people is like, that's a small arena. That's a lot of yeah. people. Um, if you wanted to get a message out and talk to people and try and, you know, help or impact or change anything, uh, should I be out on the street with a sign and a megaphone like a crazy person in the 70s? Or, or this seems far more cost effective. I could sit here and, and reach, you know, arenas of people. Yeah. So yeah, that changed. He was talking about this recently. He's like, that just changed the whole game. Social media, the internet has turned everything upside down, and now it's who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So when was this? When you started your first uh, show? Um, I started. I've been kind of on the internet since 2016, I'd say, and then 2015, 16. But I was just getting out of the army still, so I had to kind of be careful about. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to do this. <laughs> you're in there. <laughs> yeah, I so, but I, but I, I got out of there. And then uh, probably within a year, I kind of came back to this and started making videos. I, I wanted to do the, the something like this, but um, it's like you can't like why? Why would anyone yes. listen to you? Who the hell are you? Yeah. So I thought I I'll just I'll make some you know comical videos maybe that are kind of funny slash you know somewhat political like in in the vein of the things that are interesting to me, um, and you know get some of an audience, a few hundred subscribers or something, a thousand, and then you'll start doing that. Was kind of the plan yeah so that's how it, that's how it began and it was just yeah i saw that benjamin was doing that with just a laptop and i was like that's that's a lot like i needed a hobby at least because i'd been out of the army for months and i'm just deployed to a forward operating base living room couch you know, <laughs> you yeah. know reporting to captain morgan the rum bottle like there's nothing to do <laughs> so you, you'll go crazy so um yeah that seemed like something to do and i you know i uh I guess I, this is just my personality. I like to talk and, you know, I would do this at work. I would rant about the stupid things we were doing. You know, it was yeah. just the same kind of like you'd see, I'd see something that's just stupid or lazy or, you know, and it would drive us all crazy. And I would just yell about it and we would all feel better. You like, would be all of this would fit on. Yeah. It would all fit on one truck guys. But for some reason we've got four and we don't have enough drivers. So we got to go back and forth three times because somebody didn't fill out the logistical sheet correctly because they're retarded, you know, and this would be your whole day's, <laughs> It's like, why are we in a field all day? It's like, well, because somebody on the base is an imbecile. That's mm -hmm. why. Like, great. <laughs> and it's not much different out here. And it's like, I'm also interested in politics. Let's take a look at this. Oh, it's far worse than the military. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh this, will be fun. <laughs> this will be fun. Incompetence everywhere. None to be found. It's just, it's a target rich environment, as we'd say. Yeah. It's a lot of low hanging fruit for sure. You can pick all day. Mm -hmm. Low, yeah. mid, high. This fruit—it's the Garden of Eden. It's yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of they're rage. coming out of tunnels. They're yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, Owen Benjamin, he's got a very uh, low production value on his stuff. Like your show mm. is looking really good, and yeah, you're really talented, oh, high it. energy. We we run a oh, very so. low energy podcast here, 
that's kind of our thing <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like the different you know um i like to just talk to people it's, it's funny because i think some people watch me and they're like oh he's insane i understand like <laughs> uh, most people won't they don't want to talk because they think i'm just going to come in and scream at them and act like a maniac like it's i'm trying to be entertaining like it's not uh, it, it's on purpose, right? That that's half the the job is to yeah. if they're not entertained and having fun, they're not going to listen to you. So, what's yeah, the and point? It, and it's also like a persona. I don't know how you feel about that, but when yeah. you're on air, you know, you yeah, have to get into your role yeah. as an entertainer. Otherwise, yes. uh, it's going to suck. And that's, yeah. it took a few years <laughs> for me for sure. Yeah. But yeah. You know. otherwise, I would just be texting on my phone most of the time, like not paying attention. <laughs> just be <laughs> like you are show. at home. It's like that. No one. No one wants to see that, you know, that's boring. I don't know. Like, if you got a cleavage, you can do anything, you know. Like, on, that's, a, oh, that's, on, if, on TikTok, that's you have, like, shows where girls are true. just sitting there scrolling their phone and got a thousand views live. Yeah. You know, I was telling I was telling somebody earlier, like, uh, Kick is one of the other platforms of mine. I just try to be yeah. everywhere because yeah, they've so many. Yeah, well. Jesus. And uh, just so I throw it on there. There's, like, four people. I don't care. It's just somewhere to go in case you lose everything else. Yeah. And, uh it was like the front page of kick and i was like oh they've got some decent numbers like this channel's got you know seven thousand live viewers like that's pretty yeah. good what in live streaming world like <laughs> oh yeah let's let's click that and see what it is and it's just some horror in in wither tits out and i'm like oh. great yeah. you know amazing like this is what we're working with just in just armies of like sweaty gross losers like <laughs> yeah <And laughs> watching this internet horror you're like oh it's yeah, it's, it's a very like we discuss that on the show sometimes about the uh, the quality of content out there and what gets you know picked mm. up and whatnot. But you have a thing like yeah. Twitch, which is a like a professional game streaming platform. That's where the like top yeah. gamers are supposed to stream, and you have the best of the best guys doing their best gaming. And then one broad, she will just take her clothes off and sit there and suck at all the games, and she'll get all the views. Yeah. And it's it's like that yeah. on every single platform, and I'm just pleading to my fellow men out yeah. there not to fall for the tits. Just <laughs> like try I, to. I, I wonder if it, if is it just low self confidence and low self esteem? Because I've never been like that. I'm. I mean, maybe if I was 12, you know. But at some point, you know, it should be like it's just a very loser thing to do. Yeah. Like you're sitting around watching and you're sending her money because you like, are you serious? Go, dude, get a girlfriend. What are you doing? Yeah, get, get outside. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I don't know if this is just the demoralization of men has been so successful that this is what they're willing to accept now. They'll just sit there and online. It's so empty and soulless and gross, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not real. Maybe they're fake bot numbers. Maybe it's the Chinese screwing with us. It's really hard to know what's real anymore because, again, yeah. they're in the walls. Yeah, we were uh, reporting on that last week about the artificial, the AI influencers. Yeah. And of course, these are like oh, large-chested women and that mm. look like bimbos. And they have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. And they're not even real. They don't even exist. It's terrifying. So It's terrifying. <laughs> what are these people when, doing when with they, their when... time? When they do finally invent Terminator, they're they're not going to look like Schwarzenegger. They're going to look exactly. like these super slutty bimbos. Yeah, but like Terminator that 3. Everyone's going to, you know. Yeah, they're going to be, yeah, right? They'll just be completely disarmed. Like, they'll just watch you walk right up and shoot you in the face. And they won't even, <laughs> yeah. she's so hot though, executed, you know. It would work, apparently. It's working right now. They're doing it digitally every day. Everyone's getting digital lobotomies. And they sit there and just watch some skank. 
who has no self-respect either or are they just so like depressed and black pill these women are like listen i might as well do this and get rich i've got no other options there's no men to marry i mean look at this place yeah it's a mess so then you started your show like in 2018 and that's uh before the whole trucker because that's when i, 19, you know, I found you the first yeah. time the trucker protest okay. that's where i saw uh, the ferryman and yeah. you, got, you got you got like uh like a gang of canadian bros now fellow snow bros yeah. derek rants i think he's yeah. also canadian there's a few of them yep and the yep. uh the plate guy uh what's he called there's a uh, greg wycliffe maybe the guy yeah, with the yeah, suit yeah the great yeah there's all we pretty much got everybody <laughs> yeah. so that's in like, like right-wing canada there's the, like, the yeah, there's probably like 15 the, of us the canadians i like it it's very yeah. nice yeah we're not uh yeah we've got some some decent folks you know um yeah, it's a good little gang, <laughs> which is part of a. You, you need it. You need the numbers and the and the and the unity to to fight a lot of this stuff off. I mean, we've been people are getting arrested. It's it's crazy over here. They're yeah. taking bank accounts away. They're ruining people's lives. They're trying to dox people. They're doing all this stuff. Like uh, one, and it's just somebody who's just follow. There's just like a supporter of ours, yeah. um, and because she had like the slashes or something in her Twitter name, um. And she had gone viral, uh, a video or something she'd made about what her daughter was experiencing in school regarding some kind of transgender, you know, nonsense. Mm -hmm. So this video gets picked up by libs of TikTok. And, and then, of course, there comes, here comes the Canadian SPLC. Here comes the anti-hate network. Go, ah! And they're like, here's who she is. Here's where she lives. Here's what oh, she looks shit. like. Here, go get her, essentially, right? Um, that's the whole point that they do that. It's like, oh, we're fighting hate. Oh, you're, you're, it's intimidation and it's an, it's a threat. Like it's a, you know, soft threat. Um, yeah, that's what they do. They're, they're, it's crazy, but it, yeah. So they don't even just go after us. They'll go after our supporters and anybody. Like it's they're ruthless. Yeah, and it seems very random sometimes. But when something gets picked up and goes viral, that paints a target on your back. You, it. you know. Yeah, get some attention. It it sounds to me like a Mossad tactic to go into random houses at night and just blow up things. Yeah. Yeah, they make examples well, they are, out of weak people or people that don't have support they, and stuff like that. It just so happens that all the, the people in charge of the Canadian 88 network are Jewish. So I'm sure oh. that's just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got some pretty connected folks over there that uh, have some strings in law enforcement, evidently, as we've mm, been yeah. discovering through my many court cases. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into the, the trucker protest. You were doing your show and a trucker protest happened. What happens to you then? Do you go there and do your thing? Yeah, well, they they arrested me before I even went there. Oh, um, just raided my house and was like, yeah, uh, you know, took all your guns and all, your, you know, everything I had was legal and registered and, you know, above board. And they're like, oh, we're just going to charge you anyway and say that it's not and then put you through this process it's still ongoing like i don't know how much longer it's going to be but this is almost almost two years ago now yeah. of just that one and then th that was one and then i was a you know three more times they arrested me and charged me for silly things that i've since been defeated and, um so yeah we went to ottawa and uh it was kind of an ad hoc like there was no plan nobody really everyone just kind of went it was like moth to a flame it just uh i i'd seen that it was happening and did the math mentally like you know like one of those 
handicapped guys in the movie, like the math. You know, what's like a rain man? It's <laughs> a lot of trucks. Definitely a lot of trucks. Definitely going to be a big problem. Big problem in Ottawa. So I was like, this is going to be interesting. Let's. I was like, who wants to go? You guys want to go? Let's go. We just kind of pumped it up like it was going to be a woo. And it blew up. It went crazy. Mm-hmm. And just because of one video I made about it, they associated me with like, he's part of the conspiracy to attack. I'm like, I just, I just made an Instagram video. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I was dropping my kids off, you know, while I'm anyway. So yeah, it, it was crazy. It was basically like a three week street party. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything. It was incredible. And then, uh, you know, they ran out of patience and then decided to just start beating the shit out of everybody <laughs> with cops and horses and uh, beating people with guns, muzzling down, round in the chamber and everything. To- like so attempted murder. Uh, a couple of people were trampled with giant, like these big Clydesdale war horses. Um, yeah, you know, butt, butt stroked and, you know, veterans were getting kicked in the face and stomped on and ner- given nerve damage. And like, yeah, yeah. They just, uh, you know, moms and kids. And it was crazy. Yeah. And they, they all had their name tags removed. Nobody had name tags on all of a sudden. No. How convenient. Yeah, we, we reported on it when it was happening, and uh, we talked a mm. lot about it. And it just feel, felt yeah. really folkish. You know, the whole thing just felt it was. so, you know, community-oriented. It felt oriented like the old... And, yeah. That, that, that's what everyone said when they were there. They're like, it's like I can't... It's like we're home again. Yeah, You know, exactly. it was like, fine. oh, my God, I was so scared this has was gone forever. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's that's really what it was. And they really didn't... Really did not so like, like if that. if it was they a Hollywood them. movie, then... You know, Trudeau, mm. he would obviously have a really heartwarming uh, speech about how he regrets everything. And he's like, yeah, the people forgive him. And he comes out and yeah. it's like, oh, let's build Canada. You know, that, that would yeah, have been great. I, well, I, it would have been. And people say, well, what did you want them to do? It's like what they should have done is yeah. walk right out into the crowd. I would have been like, take two security guys, just mm. me and two. And that's it. And I'm like, I'm going to walk right out there. Do you imagine the balls it would take to do that? They'd be stunned. They wouldn't even know what to say. Walk right up to the stage and grab the microphone. All right, guys, what do we do? How do we fix this? Mm. You know, because this is unacceptable. You guys shouldn't even be here. The things have gotten this far. This is outrageous, obviously. Mm. Obviously, we've got a huge problem. So let's uh, let's sort this out. You know, let's not waste any, any more time. You know, that's did, didn't even give them the respect to acknowledge, you know. Nah. went the opposite way with it but yeah that would have been that would have been something but the real win with that you know everybody left kind of feeling defeated but uh you know this is a long term this is forever this endless yeah. struggle is going to happen forever and it's uh it's not really a defeat because it was a learn it was a great opportunity for canada to learn what they were up against and a lot of them were very naive i was yeah, there you exactly. know not really i wasn't in charge of it but i was putting out videos and like stuff that i saw and things that i wondered about just my thoughts whatever Mm. and um one of them was like hey yeah the riot cops are here now because <laughs> i've mm. had other connections and guys were feeding me info like what was happening and uh they're like yeah they're here they're gonna violently you know beat the shit out of you because that's what they do that's what they're for you know the guys with the shields and the <laughs> tear gas and all that's who's there at the airport there's 300 of them getting off the plane right now and i was like in three days i'd say maybe four like they'd have to get everybody together in units and then do the rehearsals and stage everything and Go over the plan a couple more times. Yeah, so you made me three days, three, four days. And uh, they're like, you're causing division and fear. Like, everyone just seemed to think that if we just, you know, loved enough that the Grinch's yeah. heart would grow three sizes and, and everything would be fine. And I'm, I was just like, you guys are so naive. You don't get it. Like, you don't know. It's like they still thought that this is just a misunderstanding. We yeah. just have to let the government know that we're really unhappy and then they'll see that they've made a mistake and they'll stop. 
No, they hate you. They hate you and they don't have any regard for you whatsoever. And you're going to find that out, you know, when this happens. And now they know. Yeah. So now there's no more illusions about like, oh, we got to back the blue, everybody. We got to, <laughs> you know, the temperature out there is, has, well, you know, changed dramatically. I don't know if dropped or raised is the right term, but people are a lot more dark i think about and and realistic now about how their outlook and how they feel about like you can just tell by the rhetoric a, and the things people are saying on twitter dark and gritty canada now like, yeah it's it's not this fanciful like oh if we just come together like that's i think that illusion is gone like and the now, South Park now i think Canadians, people are starting to they were like the, the, the <laughs> <Turkey. laughs> i'm starting to think these people are trying to rip us off <laughs> <laughs> we want Oof. more money <laughs> Give Canada some of that internet money. Yeah, we do talk like that. That is yeah, actually exactly. This is an accent. This is just a disguise we put on for foreigners, so they don't realize uh, that that is actually how we talk. Yeah, you just yeah. got the head popping up and down or divided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it reminds me of. Um... So then Trudeau is really uh, Saddam Hussein. If this is this, just this guy's. Who is it? I said Trudeau is then really just uh, Saddam Hussein if he's your president, then it could be if it's all this guy's. Yeah, that would be an interesting twist. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a white thing. That's yeah. I, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it reminds me uh, the reaction to a... the uh, the Charlottesville uh, demonstration. I don't know you're probably familiar hmm. with that one from. Uh, Yep. back in the day like a lot of yeah, people went there with the, the honest intentions of uh, protecting the statue yeah. and all that kind of stuff and they were met with brutal yeah. force and yep. well you had the antifa and the police beating the shit out of everyone and a lot of people were like yeah uh, and a lot of people went to prison then as well or jail yeah, for and years was, and then prison it was framed yeah it was it was framed as a right-wing terrorist attack that was right yeah. on the time I, I was starting to really start to pay attention yeah and trying to like suss out like okay <laughs> who the different elements are where they fall and what ideologicals like who's with who and you know what i mean i was still mm -hmm. kind of in this phase yeah and looking around and and yeah they framed it as like oh yeah these right-wing extremists came and attacked everybody and a woman was killed and it was so horrible You're yeah like, that's not i'm reading zero hedge at the time right which is a you know great <laughs> website and i'm like that's not what happened <laughs> i just saw i just saw all these other counter information that that's not what happened so then you know, but, uh, yeah, it's like when you're on yeah, the inside did, uh, and the you, you, you see how they spin yeah. things. You see how they lie. I, yeah, and they tried to get me on one of these hit pieces, and I just made fun of her on the phone for about an hour. Jillian Finley at the Fifth Estate at CBC. It's like the they did a documentary about it, and they, you know, predictably made everybody try tried to make everybody look insane, mm -hmm. and I just ripped into her on the phone. But um, I, I witnessed this firsthand where they would. Uh, they they would had they had a video and they were setting it up as like all oh, these protesters were violent and they are intimidating the police and to justify the violence right and they used the clip of the best angle of a woman being just murked by a Clydesdale <laughs> just crunched like trampled point blank right in front of your face and they edited it that the frame before the horse makes collision with this person they stop it right there oh shit. So it's like you bastards. Like I like they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. So then you there's no illusions of like, oh, they just saw it differently. Exactly. No, they, they saw they it sit exactly. And they how... consciously do this stuff all the time yes. to make it yeah. look like they, they want it to yeah. look. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they hate you. Like, stop trying to, you can't reason with these people. And that's, yeah. you know, people are starting, I think, probably going to come towards my and yours and our way of thinking more in the future where, yeah. like, uh, it's, oh, that's extreme. You have to, we have to have a dialogue. It's like, you, we can't trust us. No. There's the figure, the faster you figure that out, the better because these, they're unreasonable maniacs. They'll just, it's never enough. You'll never give them enough. They'll just take everything till there's nothing left of you. Yeah. And it's something that I've seen being part of the movement as well, because we've had many demonstrations and confrontations with police. And then you see the reaction the next day, the headlines, and you see all the interviews that representatives for the movement has ever done. You know, they report yeah. the absolute opposite. Like they don't even, like yeah. in a whole interview, they don't even give a quote. Like they, they just skip yeah. the whole interview and just tell you what yep. was being said instead of actually quoting all that kind of stuff yeah. going on and then yeah. when you see that I've from the that inside happen. you just i don't know it just gets cemented in you that there is no hope for these people like yeah the, the media I, I and the had, politicians uh, they are their own clique like this is a different yep. you know, system i i even had i actually at the beginning these people at the anti-hate network they were like trying to they're emailing you and they're like do you have any comments about blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. and i would try to like reason with them and I'd be like, listen, man, and, uh, you know, you can't. And they would they would play that game to try and get more out of you. Mm. Really, that's all it is. And yeah. then they'll just stab you anyway. Uh, they did that to, to my girlfriend, too. She was trying to reason with one of these guys. And very polite and very respectful. And then, yeah, as soon as it was a convenient, just, you know, yeah, yeah, she's evil, too. Like, you bastards. And, uh, you know, they just... Um, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> what were we just talking about? The media sucks and the rent. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah so there was them, and then there was this other journal at like a couple of mainstream outlets, and they would ask, you know, these questions. And it, I'm like, at first, like, I'm either not going to answer them or I would answer them. And I'd be like, no, you know what? And I would take 90 minutes and sit there and, it, you know, and they would print nothing that I said. No. Or they would just ignore, like, nothing gets printed at all. Or they would just say, oh, yeah, he's crazy. You should have heard the stuff he said to us yeah, and then exactly. print nothing that I I'm like, what is this? Like, they're not, they're not good faith. They're not trying to understand anything. They're just trying to hurt you. Yeah. So to even deal with them, it's like putting yourself at risk for almost little upside, unless you're some kind of media whiz where you can find a way to stage something to just bring yourself more attention, like shaking hands with a piece of garbage politician to kind of like, you know, ruin them <laughs> like I did yeah. <laughs> because I knew it would get in the news and I was like, ah, like stuff like that. And, you know, some of the guys in Australia and around, like they, they do these things to, it, it brings them attention. It brings them, you know, notoriety and eyeballs and stuff. So, yeah. And you, yeah. you use craziness against them because they can't not, there's certain things you can do that they're not going to be able to not report on, you know, mm. they're going to, they won't be able to help themselves. Yeah. And that, you know, we know since a few years back, like the Nordic resistance movement uh, in Sweden, we have complete media silence. Like they don't report anything that yeah. we do ever. Because I think the media has learned now after a few years of yeah. giving us attention that people want to join, people want to do what we do. Uh, giving us attention mm -hmm. is the worst thing that they can do. So ignoring us is uh, yeah. probably the best way forward. Yep. They've said they've done that. I don't think any of they said next to anything about me since I've been out of jail, but they're attacking everyone around me. Oh. So it's interesting. Well, they're, they're looking yeah. for soft targets. I think they've gone, yeah. they've uh, discovered that you won't buckle uh, and uh, mm. they're looking for the next one. And they do that uh, with like members in the periphery in our movement. Uh, they yeah. contact them yeah. and try to get them to talk and stuff yeah. like that. It's so, it's so, it's such it's a very nefarious. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just very schemy and and soft and feminine and just despicable behavior, you know? Ah, cowardly. Yes, you, yes you had the, the diagonal. Can you tell us about the, the rising, <laughs> the rise of diagonal? <laughs> 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 the rise it was just so uh it, it's basically just became a um, synonymous with, with like the the community like the podcast community the supporters yeah. and you know fans and friends and collaborators and other people and stuff um before that it was like the plaid army because me and another guy derek we just had plaid we had the same shirt on one day and somebody made a joke yeah. and it was like yeah well, we'll just started running with that and they tried to make that sound nefarious they call themselves the plaid army it's like are you kidding? Are you serious? They were trying to make it seem like some kind of militia, you know. Um, but um, as the everybody kind of divided geographically along the COVID lines, it, there was the states that were the holdouts were like Alaska, Midwestern United States, you know, Florida, Texas, you know, this area and Western Canada. So it made like a line from Alaska to Florida. So it's like, OK, we're just going to since everyone else lives in a parallel universe, we're going to pretend we live here now. And this is what, you know, this is where all the sane people live. And we'll just, it was just kind of a meme and a joke to carry on. And then they tried to turn that into a, into something else and say, oh, it's, it's a militia. And they're, you know, because we were encouraging people to get out and network and, and talk to each other and come out of their homes and stop, you know, hot, living in fear and all this. They're, yeah. they're building terror cells like this crazy, crazy nonsense. So then I started leaning into it more yeah. because <laughs> I, knowing that this is eventually going to be discovered and the bigger they blow this up, the more, more hilarious it's going to be. Yeah. So we took a picture with like a flag and like, we got a bunch of the skull masks and a couple of guys had like shot just legal shotguns. It was at like a family barbecue. There's like a hundred yeah. people over here and the six of us off to the side. So it was this nefarious photo. And I put like redacted over everybody's faces and, and the media took it off my social media and was like they've got a terror training camp and all it was insane <laughs> it just kept going and going so i was like when they you know find out it's going to be crazy and uh yeah and then eventually it culminated in the government saying uh they're they're going to attack us that we need the, we need the emergency act we need the war measures act because the dagalon people with the goat they're gonna they're gonna get us they're gonna get us all so we have to shut down the everything it, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like, I wish that was none of that was true, but I, that's where we live. Like, that's how insane this place is. That's how preposterous they are that people can, they're that lazy and that excited by their own fantasies that they'll just copy paste and ride a complete nonsense narrative all, all the way to the prime minister's desk. And, you know, yeah, once that's, that after that was exposed, no one yeah, ever talked about it again. It's funny that, you know, any average retard on telegram can just scroll through your channel and find out that it's a meme. You know, whereas yeah. they have to pretend yeah. that it's fucking serious business and make well, sure. They, that... Yeah, they, they, they did. And that's what the anti-hate network or like the Canadian was one of the American yeah, guys that used to call the to North. Do it as well. They just full yeah. time. Making they sure had up. they had government. They had government money. They had yeah. a lot of government grant money. One of the American guys said you should call it the Northern Poverty Law Center. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty. That's accurate. You know. Um, but yeah, they they get paid by the government to attack people, and they and they make these crazy narratives about the, like uh, Ferry was on your show before Ferryman, and he was uh, yeah. just doing like the Canadian road trip. Um, was gonna move somewhere. It was just him and his dog and all of his stuff and his car van or whatever he had. And it's like oh, I'm gonna drive and meet these people I've met I've known on the internet for a while. They might as well see what the country looks like. It'll be fun. He's building a militia network. You know, like it just it was crazy. <laughs> He's so, going but, on that's a road all trip. they say. <laughs> 
Yeah. So so then when the police are told, like, hey, you better look into these people, and they all these ready-made, like, nonsense pamphlets of propaganda that they just read. And I my mistake was I was that naive that I'm like, the police are going to – they'll look at it and go, well, just hang on. Like, let us look into it first. And they would be like, oh, this is clearly – these are just people screwing around. You guys are crazy. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop wasting our time. They just didn't do that. They just took them at faith. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Copy, paste, get warrants, go arrest people, go look for terror cells that don't exist. And they, and the public safety minister said that was the reason he said, yeah, the diagonal militia. That's why we need the war measures act. Mm. Where's the arrests? Where's the weapons caches? Where's any, the, the reason you suspended civil liberties was because of my imagination. And yeah, that's, I mean, I, <laughs> We're the most ridiculous country in the world. I don't know what else to say. The intelligence establishment here is like, it's was, it's Ralph Wiggum, you know. Was this uh, during the, the, the protest that when they enacted this uh, thing, when they shut it down? Uh, is it Val- was it Valentine's Day? I think it was around February 14th or 15th yeah, when yeah, we started. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And they just came with the, yeah, the, the crackdowns. They yeah. did, uh, and it wasn't just, there was Ottawa and there was a protest at... Uh, uh, the Windsor Bridge, which connects uh, New York to Ontario, or yeah, uh, not New York, yeah. is it New York or De- Detroit? Like the, like the Detroit, border crossing. Or, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. an American border cross. Yeah, to, to into Michigan, and then uh, another one in in Western Canada in Coots, Alberta, which is on the U.S. border there. So then they just went the other. They did like the satellite smaller protests. They did one, and then they broke up the other one, mm-hmm. and then they brought everybody in and consolidated apparently every cop they could find in Canada, a few yeah. hundred of them that they were that were available plus this other unit, plus guys with weird accents, but nobody has name tags, so who's to say? And, uh, yeah, they just was like, well, we'll just beat the shit out of people until they, it's just really, until they leave. It's just so bizarre that the, these people exist in all white countries, these police officers mm-hmm. that are willing to just beat on yeah. their own people on protests. Like, we saw the same thing in the Yellow Vests and, you know, in Australia during COVID as well a lot of insane violence from police against like it, women and children and everything. Yeah. I, I had heard that the police recruits a certain type of person. And I wonder if they've, if they've figured out who that is, like who they're looking for primarily is like this certain type of personality that will do that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I've also been told that like, they don't like people that think for themselves or they don't like any of that. You get that out of your head right now. And uh, there was a time, me and a, and a pile of other guys, like nine or ten of us, went to go went to go do that because we're like the, the cops are getting paid twice as much as we are within the infantry, right? Yeah. And they just sit around in cars all day, you know, at home. They sleep in their own beds every night. They don't go to, you know, we're not they're not going to Yemen or anything, right? Um, didn't take any of them, none of us. Oh. It was crazy. Like these are all sergeants and guys with like multiple combat tours and spotless records and, and all of this. And they're like, nah. It took one guy who was nineteen. Um, he had two charges for being drunk at work and he was native, of course. So, uh, he's, he's a a police officer, but so it just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems like they're a rare breed to find like the good one. Um, I know a few and, and they all quit essentially, or were severely punished for their views. Like they didn't, uh, go along with this or support that, you know, or they basically intimidated everyone into, you better get in line or you're out. And the ones that didn't, uh, get in get in line with the boys was either forced out or forced into retirement or put on leave without pay or whatever and they try everything to get rid of you yeah so this is now that now there's been a purge essentially 
Uh, same in the military. We've lost a dozen or more senior staff, flag officers like generals, lieutenant generals, colonels, majors, like the head of the intelligence school, the head of the special forces was eliminated. The multiple candidates for chief of defense staff were wiped out all for allegations that turned out to not be true. None of them, none of them were convicted of anything. And it was all just, oh, I guess, never mind. One of them was was accused of a sexual misconduct because he uh, mooned some, like pulled his pants down uh, 25 years ago when he was Jesus. 20, you know, or at, at college drunk. Bullshit. Yeah. Yep. It's like, Oh, he pulled his pants down. And I saw his ass when he was 20 in college and we were drunk and it was 1989. Like, yeah. <laughs> so his career's over, you know, it, it was crazy. And I'm like, this is a Soviet style purge guys. Like they don't have to shoot you in the head. The, the point they're gone. They're out of the picture there. Does mm-hmm. no one else see this happening? Like we're, we're being, uh, you know, diced up here like a Turkey. And now they've purged everybody out of all these institutions that aren't going to like now everyone knows where they stand. You know, if they're going to if they're going to basically if they still have a job, they're going to do what they're told, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're counting on. And maybe see in Sweden as well, they're replacing them for the the new royalties that are coming in. A mm-hmm. lot of new brown police officers and lowering the requirements to become a police officer as well. And bringing in a lot of up. women. Uh, I know we were hating on women yeah. last episode. We tr- we're trying to do January <laughs> without hating on women. That was a commitment. Oh, okay. We, had. we failed. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like the, the point that they were making was that uh, women have to do a five on the strength test and the men have to do a seven on the strength test. Like, what strength yeah. do you need to be a police officer? Five or seven? Idiot. Which one is it? <laughs> that's right yeah they had um yeah same in the military they had different standards for different sexes it was like if it's the same then why and now there's none we have no so the military in canada has no physical standard anymore it has no dress standard you can have purple pink hair if you want you can pierce your face you can do whatever you want yep you can be trans you have to have pronouns in your names and everything now there's no longer an aptitude test so you can just walk in off the street and be like yeah i'm going to be an artillery officer okay there you go you're in uh, there's no like it, basically there's there's no standards whatsoever at all anymore and and I don't think you even need to be a citizen anymore so uh, you know and that's and some of the guys crazy. I talked to that yeah well, one guy that's in touch with the recruiting center he says they there these emails are coming in about applying for these different jobs and he's like and you can tell that these are Indians using Google Translate like they don't speak English they're just copy pasting Google Translate bloody, and sending back bloody bloody yeah please sir i i have be a great general sir and you're like okay (laughs) like i guess like it's just gonna obviously this can't continue the the institution uh to make it what it was required uh the constitution of what it was to be what it was the the men that made it what it was and they're not there anymore and you're replacing them with whatever this is it's not going to be the same thing and they're expecting it to be the same thing you're not you're going to have a, a bunch of idiots with guns with very little training you know no social co- it, it's just a mob of goons like so great job uh and and most of our strategic weapons were deployed um or reserves sorry like our ammunition reserves our extra helmets and flak jackets and grenades and, and medical equipment that all went to ukraine so we don't have any of that anymore yeah. The wait list to get it replaced could be 10 years. Um, our tanks were sent to Ukraine, gone. Our artillery guns are gone. Um, a bunch of our advanced rifle systems are gone. Plate carriers, ballistic vests and plates and helmet gone, gone. And night vision gone. Recoilless rifles are gone. Uh, spare mortar tubes are gone. Like they just emptied the cupboards. Yeah. And we can't get anything back. We don't have any money. 
all the generals are gone. Like, <laughs> I just feel like every day I just want to, like, just, I don't know, start shooting fireworks into the sky. But, like, hello, does anyone not? It's alarming. You know, it should be, but no one seems to be concerned about it yet. No, but it's going to show itself, you know, in certain yeah. ways. Oh, and, and we're going to just full, we're just going to commit to World War Three at the same time. Just, yeah. just in case, I suppose. <laughs> While we have, well, we've never ever been, we've never been weaker than this, and no. like any of us, the Western military has never been more I mean, pathetic than it is now. All the NATO countries sent all of their reserves to Ukraine, so I don't know yep. what we're going to use to fight at all. I, I, I don't know if they. It's like, did they do it on purpose or are they that stupid? Because the Russians created on this purpose. black hole. Yeah, I don't. They created this black hole. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. They're dumb, though. A lot of these generals and politicians are stupid. Uh, but they just they just kept firing into in, stuff into a black hole. The Russians didn't have to do anything. They captured the ground they wanted to capture, and they just dug in and sat there. Mm. And they're just throwing suicidal waves of Ukrainians to their deaths for mm. months and months and months as the Russians do nothing. And like, what, are you going to surrender yet? No. Okay. Well, that's not going to cost us very much. You're losing how many people a day? I think they have a million casualties or something insane. The average age of the military is like 58 years old now because mm. everyone under you know 30 is dead. Um, you're seeing women corpses, like the Russian guys have like women's underwear on their, on yeah. the barrels of their rifles, like swinging them around, like because victims of God knows what, right? It's a massacre and we're over just pouring it in. Uh, you're yeah. slaughtering these people for no reason. No one knows why. And it, find me any of these people. Can you show me where, you know, where's, uh, where's, uh, Mariupol on a map? Can you show me where that is? No, <laughs> but good thing. Good thing. We sent our money there. Uh, now we, there's people that have nowhere to sleep. There's homeless everywhere is blowing up. The housing crisis, <laughs> everything is just deteriorating in real time. It's crazy. It's like watching a building fall apart, and everyone's just on their phones. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy for their cleavage. It's nice. Uh, but watching some horror in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like a crime against humanity. The uh, sending women to the front line. That's yeah. the most disgusting thing that. I don't understand yeah. how anyone can be behind that. It's so disgusting. Like, they, they're they're sending a hand. I saw one guy was handicapped, like da severe Down syndrome. Yeah, I saw that. Clip. Yeah, I saw it. Like they're, they're you monsters. Well. <laughs> yeah, like you monstrous insane. freaks. Like uh, just kidnapping people at gunpoint. Just anyone. I mean, you know, only people can, that can be behind that is a Jew. You know, that's all I gotta say. Not nobody yeah, can be like this fucking the, cruel except he's a Jew. If you look at the IDF, you know. They they've been sending women to battle for a long time. I mean, they have mandatory yeah, right. service for women. It's just been yeah. standard. Yeah, but aren't they mostly just like boobas and clicks for well, getting men to the, the advertisement is it... boobas, but I think yeah. the actual women are just the actual Jew women. They, they use literally that... Ukrainian so women the... for the ads, and then they have actual uh -huh. Jews doing the army service, and that's like two years, right. <laughs> is it a year and a half, something like that. Huh. brutal. So that's why the Hamas was so successful uh, in the beginning because there was just <laughs> yeah. women running around with the, yeah. their underwear. I'm yeah. waiting to see. I mean, we'll we'll maybe never know, but the, what the actual casualty numbers are uh, for yeah. the IDF. I think they're I think they're catastrophic. I think yeah. they're yeah. horrendously bad. Like they're like, oh, we're almost done clearing Gaza, and I'm like, do you have like ten thousand casualties, man? Like how bad is it? The amount of Terrible videos soldiers. that are just every day there's tanks exploding and people getting gunned down and you're like these are this is a lot like on any given day there at its peak it was like i saw 27 israelis get killed today 
just before breakfast exactly. you know yeah. and they're just like oh yeah if we might have lost one tr- a truck i'm like if you count tr- all the clips i mean there's a lot right blown up and that's just what's on film right yeah. and and exactly. you know the arabs are claiming crazy kill numbers and it's like okay probably half of that israelis are like no one has died we're invincible so like okay somewhere <laughs> in the middle somewhere between invincible and fifty thousand. yeah i don't know and the, the thing is I think we're coming to a boiling point here in in Gaza and in the yeah. Middle East for sure, and this conflict kicking off in Yemen now. Yeah, that, they, yeah, they seem really. It's going to determine I was like, this... a long time forward now. Like we're going to see yes. what, what's uh, this is really going on. This is the big. This is going to be the big one, I think, of our generation. That's yeah. going to. And they also, like you say, I think a lot of people underestimate how unprepared like NATO countries and the Western forces mm-hmm. are. For fighting yeah. Iran, for example, Iran didn't. We send we, any we would lose to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, we would lose, and I think we would lose pretty pretty quickly. I don't think it yeah. would be very good. I think people would be in shock at how bad it went and how quickly, especially with the Chinese. Mm. Um, they're <laughs> they've been doing nothing but trying to figure out how to defeat America without def- without fighting them for forever. They wrote that book. Uh, I can't remember that general uh, unrestricted warfare, where they're mm. just like, you can't beat America in a one on one fight. That's crazy. But you can <laughs> do everything else but fight them, and they and they go through all of these different ways, you know, financial sabotage, like social ruin, like all these different ways you can weaken the country from within, mm-hmm. to the point that it just collapses on itself, and you know, then you don't have, like you win without firing a shot. Essentially, you can just walk over the ruins, and now you're in charge, and that's what the Chinese view is like. That's the ultimate victory. That because that was like the biggest own. Like I didn't even have to pull my gun out of my holster. You know, like that's how they. They view that as a very prestigious kind of way to win. And like that's also, <laughs> did the Chinese military get the same vaccine as everybody else? I don't think they did. I, think I think the did. Chinese have their own special vaccine, didn't they? I think the Russians did too, didn't they? Yeah, They had they something else. They had the Sputnik vaccine or whatever. Now they didn't get the crazy stuff we were getting. So what's going on here, guys? Uh, I don't know. Now, the only and, and it was mandatory that the... When it comes to the vaccine yeah. is Israel. Because they were pretty, yeah. pretty big on Pfizer. So did they get a special yeah, batch? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's like, would they would they do that or would they just fake it and give them, yeah, special ones? Yeah. Because they had one of the higher uptakes for a while. I wonder if that was just like a like a trick to try and get people to, see, we're doing it. Why yeah, aren't exactly. you? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. But it was all, it was all a lie. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I, I worry. I've, since day one, I kind of worried about that. Like, is this some kind of weapon to? Because and how much money did we spend on the COVID lockdowns and all? Like, we absolutely destroyed ourselves. Yeah, and it's, I'm, and I'm it's, fascinated like, it's, that we're still online. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they are too. <laughs> Why won't they die? I don't understand <laughs> it. You know, I don't know. What more do we have to do to these people? Yeah, but you know, yeah, you had, I, I, like, during COVID, you had this massive interruption in transports. And you had, on top of that, like all the industries shutting down, but you also had that Suez Canal blockade where yeah. the, the boat stopped. It was a woman yeah, driving. stuck with sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd that even happen? Yeah, exactly. Did that, it on purpose. That's a funny quink, I think. That just happened to happen during this crisis. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. just that alone has like crippled nations. And yeah. we're still going and, to work. We're still going to the shops, buying shit. I don't yeah. even know how it's possible. Yeah, I think it just keeps getting gradually worse or gradually better, and people just adapt to it, and it never seems as bad as 
you know, the, <laughs> while it's happening, you're always envisioning that it's going to be worse than it is. And then yeah. maybe in retrospect, it seems not as bad or worse than it was. Or, yeah, it's funny like that. But yeah, I, I, well, like we've essentially lost control of that whole area now. You've got yeah. Iran, Yemen, you know, right there is Ethiopia, Sudan, Somalia. Like there's definitely friends of theirs in Egypt, like all up and down the, that canal, the Red Sea is going to be, you know, a bloodbath. You, you're not going to be able to get Western shipping through there anymore. They've essentially decided that it's out, you're out. They're like, it's death to America now. Mm-hmm. So uh, America and Israel, anybody associated with them, if you're trying to do shipping through, like <laughs> you're taking your life in your own hands, that's kind of the standoff they're at. So that's going to hurt some pockets. Like, yeah, we're gonna have know. to make our it's own plastic good. crap in the future. <laughs> yeah, yep. shit. things are things are going to get really expensive essentially. Yeah, because everybody's gonna have to go the long way around Africa now, and it's like now gas is two fifty a liter or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Can you afford that? Most people can't. Welcome to being homeless. Yeah, it's just what happened. Now <laughs> you know stuff. it's like the consequences. It's very popular on YouTube to do camping, do camping videos. <laughs> urban camping camping yeah. forever <laughs> welcome to camping yeah. forever yeah i'm just camping i'm not you know forced to live in the woods like a medieval slave like <laughs> it's like fuck. it's That's getting real. it's getting great a lot of guys are doing that though a lot of them are like i'm just going to build a you know a spot out somewhere and at least i'll i'll know that they'll, that will be there like yeah the thing like, is in, like, like instinct if the system is collapsing, like at least give us some leeway, give us some space to, you know, some anarchy, yeah. give us some anarchy so that we can sort yeah. ourselves out. But now they have to yeah. have, the give us some forest. We have no forest to camp. Yeah. We're exposed here. Yeah. <laughs> Iceland, I mean, yeah, you have so no trees. <laughs> oh, you're in Iceland. Yeah. yeah. He's in Iceland. He's oh man. I always wanted, I always wanted to go there. It looks so interesting. Yeah. I heard you guys talk about the volcano man. earlier. I'm not allowed to leave Canada, so. Oh shit! <laughs> that's yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, I applied country. for a passport. Yeah, I applied for a passport years ago, and uh, probably a year and a half ago, like about a little more, about a year before I went to jail. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it was I paid for like a 24, 48 hour turnaround. You know, like yeah. it's like an extra two hundred bucks, and you'll get it in two days. Remember, nothing shows up, nothing happens. I'm calling them, and they're like, oh, "I don't know, there's a problem with it or something." I don't know. Call them again, again, months go by, and they're just like, I don't know, it's under some secondary review. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then I don't hear, I forget about it. Then months and months go by. Then I'm in jail, and like a month into being there, I get a letter from the passport office. It's like, oh, yeah, your application was denied because you're in jail. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they knew. Yeah, okay, right. You knew a year ago when I applied that. <laughs> yeah they just used it as an excuse They're clever like, like yeah that. Uh, i'm gonna have to get a lawyer probably to fight them over like why am i not allowed to have a passport there's so no reason like to not give them a passport canadian no flight lists now you're like turning into the old right over there. I, I i did i am allowed to fly i've been on planes since just once okay. but I, so far i think i'm okay but i mean that could change at any time yeah. um but yeah i'm not I don't, I don't have a passport they won't give me one so i can't leave <laughs> nice Less by fishing boat to Maine, and then I'll just swim out onto the border and figure it out from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking we'd have a little break here. Uh, I have that video, sure. the son of Plaid. Or plaid. Is it Plaid? That's not it's spelled Plaid. Plaid. I'm Swedish. Yeah, Plaid. Yeah. <laughs> Which video? The the uh, yeah. anti-hate one? Yeah, the, the summary of okay. the whole situation. I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's, People get yeah, that caught was, up uh, to speed. 
Yeah, one of the guys threw that edit together. Son yeah. of him. So have a look at that Ed. for about four minutes, and then we'll be right back. Evan Balgord, executive director of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Bernie Farber, chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. He's a non-partisan, non-profit. We wear our biases on our sleeves. We are very proudly anti-fascist, and we focus on the far right. Last summer, we had a uh, 100-year-old church burned to the ground. Canada's leaders aren't condemning the burning of churches. No, they're endorsing the burning of churches. I understand that it's not your organization's mandate to talk about these things. As, as you've said, you're clearly focused on... Uh, the far right. COVID conspiracy theories. Safe and effective. They kill. They kill. This so-called convoy actually seeded the ground for the worst display of Nazi and racist propaganda that I have ever seen in this country. Bullies, racists, bigots, and Nazis. We now have over 300 active hate groups in Canada. There's other groups that we're very concerned about. Jeremy McKenzie, the de facto leader of the Diagalon movement, a neo-Nazi organization. Accelerationists uh, who want to violently overthrow the system. No fighting, no spitting, no throwing anything, don't even litter. Who are now also encouraging their members to join. If there's a speed limit on walking, walk slower than that. One of the key figures of that, Jeremy McKenzie, his slogan is gun or rope. If they say it's now illegal to look at the sky, then look at the ground. Be good, for the love of God. Do you know if um, the Canada Anti-Hate Network's uh, views about you have been relied upon by law enforcement or other senior officials in the federal government? Yes, I have. Diagalon. 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 A far-right extremist group. We're talking about a group that is organized, driven by an extreme ideology. A so-called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation of a white ethno-state. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. Why <laughs> <laughs> a state of emergency. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. There's some people that just want their lives back. And they enact the War Measures Act, the Emergency Measures Act, to justify a violent and brutal crackdown on old people and women and wounded veterans. You beat wounded veterans in the street, you scum! What if I told you the organization and the individuals responsible for pushing this are being exposed right now in Canada? It all circles back to one group, and that's the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. That is pretty fair to say. Liberal-funded Antifa propaganda. That's what the government of Canada was making their decisions on. You were supposed to be grown-ups. Confirm things and look into things. The RCMP recognized that Diagalon was not a criminal group. It was not a terrorist entity, and they had trouble even defining it as a group at all. This whole narrative, they knew it was bunk. The justification of the Emergencies Act during the trucker convoy came from lies from anonymous Twitter trolls from anti-hate. Uncovered in Hategate is a string of emails from government officials. Politician goes on TV and says that, oh, there's this terrorist group involved in the convoy. Then people say, can you like back up your statement? And he says, talk to law enforcement. And then law enforcement is like, oh crap, we got to find something. So they just like spend 15 minutes Google Doc and come up with this hit piece. That Global News article conveniently sources one expert. That expert is from the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. 
But it's the circle jerk, this vicious circle, one person feeding fake information to another who then finances those people to provide the fake information so they can then launder it off to whomever they need to in order to justify whatever fabricated crisis they financed that never existed in the first place. I consider it the single most embarrassing and grotesque intelligence failure in national history. family, this is James Edwards, your host of The Political Cesspool. Folks, I want you to subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper. Against all odds, AFP has and continues to publish a populist, independent print newspaper with an unparalleled track record. Founded by a dedicated group of experienced patriots, AFP pulls no punches and tackles the most controversial and pressing issues facing America from an America First perspective. I've worked with the American Free Press since even before the beginning of TPC. Now that's something. You can subscribe to the print edition by visiting AmericanFreePress.net today or simply pick up a handy digital edition subscription. However you do it, subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper, by visiting AmericanFreePress.net or by calling 1-88-699-NEWS, AmericanFreePress.net. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Hello, this is Mark Collett from Patriotic Alternative. And you are listening to the Nordic Frontier. The solution to your podcast problem. The solution. back from that nice little break uh, summed the whole situation up for you i uh, hope you enjoyed that it's a pretty good edit yeah it's really good it's good stuff <clears throat> yeah so we have uh, some uh, donations here coming in during the show we're gonna read them off we have ryan ggg he says honk honk yes the honking will continue I don't think freedom has improved, so I guess we're going to keep on honking. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Uh, <laughs> we have Southern Utlandic Coffee Table. That's very nice. He says... Very specific. Upsy. Not sure what that is, but I thank you very much for the donation. Maybe you can send in another one and explain what that is. Upsy. <laughs> Uh, we have Mr. A.G. He is a uh, executive producer of the show. He says, sorry, Andreas, uh, 9.30 p.m. is too late for me. I'm quite tired. Had a busy week working out. Uh, had to get out of my hibernation phase. Also, my ceiling birds keep chirping. What should I do? Yeah, I know. I'm offering <laughs> a self-help course in the chirp. Uh, I know he's of mixed heritage, so he might not pick up on the mm. right frequency. But as he explained to me, it's wired. So he doesn't even have a battery. There's a, there's a seven <laughs> video series coming. They are 40 minutes each, seven videos, step-by-step -step yeah. instructions. On You're going to have to uh, cut the wire. I think that's the only solution. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the landlord's going to do something about it. 
We've got some, yeah, we've got some nuclear scientists here to explain exactly how to do this. Yeah. All right. So we have uh, next. Thank you very much, AG. We have uh, Der Cheresker. He says, on the Jews and their tunnels. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meme this week. We have D. Salon 7. He says, Jews can't help but undermine the foundations of every institution, even their own. Yeah, it seems like, um, and we've spoken about this before, that <laughs> there is like an Aryan cycle and there's a Jewish cycle. And they're both self-destructive in different kinds of ways. It seems like the Aryan mm. cycle, we build civilization until it just absolutely peaks and it explodes in our face. Jews, they, yeah, I'm not going to say in detail because it's not legal, but, you know, they do stuff and then it doesn't work out. <laughs> you know, they build tunnels. They dig tunnels, we find the tunnels, and then it's over. It is fucking over when we find the tunnels, all right? I, I can't believe no one's used the uh did you did you guys watch the simpsons over there in sweden yeah they yeah. do yeah do you remember the one where, uh it was hans Mollman and he was in like a sewer and i can't remember who was, it was somebody was trapped down there and he's like you'll never escape the fortress of the mole people and oh. then they just went right up to the ceiling and he's like i accept that way i'm sure <laughs> i can't believe no one's used the hans mole man mole people meme yet no, people need was to it not Futurama? Was it was the Simpsons? Was it the Futurama? I could have sworn it sounds. Ah, uh, maybe maybe you're right, but I it, it sounds like Futurama to me. I don't know. Yeah, maybe the I'm Simpsons wrong. nerds Park memes for sure. We need about, to rally the uh, Simpsons nerds about uh, Cartman accusing Kyle of tunnels. I don't remember that episode. I stopped watching. UK yeah. only gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, said the Jews are hoarding, cave, they're yeah. hoarding all of our gold in secret caves that they dug probably yeah. in the 60s. Yeah. 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 All right, the funny thing was that Kyle actually had gold around his neck and gave it to him eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course he did. Remember that of episode? Yes, every single time. Yeah. So Ryan and GZG, he says, let's do what Jews do to us and let's get one of one of us to go and pretend to be Jewish and start saying like it's time we told the world about our rape tunnels yeah i've seen some people uh doing that tactic i i think it's subversive you know it's not my cup so of tea dignified but if someone does it i'm not going to complain if someone is successful no, doing yeah. that i'm not going to complain it's just like you know how the antifa are disgusting and they're literally destroying just ordinary people's lives like publishing their information mm. we have people that do the same towards antifa people like they're saying like if you're yeah. in the antifa fight you're a fair target so we're just gonna and yeah. i'm like it's not my forte to do stuff like that but if someone's doing that successfully and just damaging these people yeah. i'm fine with that because they're anti-white yeah, and they deserve everything that they get yeah but well it they've a, it's, it's different when they've taken a side you know it's mm. like i'm actively they're actively trying to hurt you yeah but they, they are actively not... trying to hurt just innocent people that just have questions. Right, yeah, literally. which is, you know, I consider that, you know, our team. It's like, that's our people. What are you doing to them? Leave them alone. They're not, what are you, who the hell are you? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I really, I don't have any, any mercy for them at all. I wouldn't, <laughs> anybody's got the, you could push a button on any Antifa and ruin their life. I, I was, yeah, I, I wouldn't hesitate for that. Yeah. We have Der Cheresker back again. He says, Jewish supremacists are getting exposed more and more every month, as it seems. For for what was our struggle and our martyrdom will one day be our resurrection. It's a quote from Leon de Grel. 
This year marks 30 years since his death. Good episode. Keep on fighting, comrades. Yeah, I was reading The Grill a few months ago, but my short attention span kind of uh, made me focus on other things. Might return to that. Uh, yeah. The Battle on the Eastern Front, I think it is. Yeah. That guy's life reason. is crazy. Yeah. His life is crazy. Individual. Amazing. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, I read his book because it was just absurd. Like, just the, like... And even just his escape into space, like he's just, oh, a plane's out of gas. I guess I'll just crash it into the ground mm. <laughs> and crawl away. <laughs> like, like it's a these, maniac. And they were full, like the, the whole world was full of these absolutely epic white guys back in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, just mania. Like, like your grand, like it's like my grandfather was, you know, back in the day. Like he was just a maniac. Like he didn't care. Mm. I didn't like the balls on these guys were just. Um, I remember there's a story where they this town was trying to shut down the shipyard or something, which didn't have a union, and all, all these guys were going to get fucked over. And the police had showed up, and he just went out front with a two by four <laughs> and held off the whole police station because he's crazy. Like no one does anything like that anymore. No, no, that's crazy. All right, thank you very much for donating to the show, and uh... may the blessing of tear be upon you. And I would say, uh, you know, this is your opportunity to shine. This is the last show for months. So, you know, give oh us your, your hard-earned money for sure. And give <laughs> us some hard questions to, to answer. Yeah. I like Pay that. up. Yeah. Send cryptic messages that we have to sit yeah. and try and figure out. Yeah. All right. So the next question I had uh, regarding Canada, and I know you follow this kind of stuff as well, is the, the immigration into Canada. I hear that it's pretty wild right now. But I just, yeah, like Canada traditionally has been pretty white until kind of yeah. recently, or am I wrong? Somewhere? Yeah. Uh, 1967, I think they changed uh, the rules around the same time as the Americas did, like within a couple of years. And it went from, it was 90, I don't know, probably 98% white or something around that time to, I don't know what it is now, maybe 70. Um, it's still high, maybe high 70s, something like that, but it's, changing faster we have the fastest changing demographics in the history of the world yeah, <laughs> outside right. of a war yeah. we're taking more migrants than the united states is annually wow. and like that's crazy like they're yeah. getting like oh we had 1.3 immigrants million immigrants last year in the united states canada's like i had 1.4 million and we're not even as big as california um Entire towns and cities have been like, there's one in uh, Ontario now that's notorious Brampton. It's just been taken over by Indians and it's just insane. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Every day there's videos of car wrecks and just mad, like gangs fighting in the streets and just, you know, crazy nonsense. Um, Surrey and British Columbia is I think home to the Calistani separatists. There's hundreds of thousands of them. They're all militant. You know, they, they're responsible for blowing up air, the air India flight back in the eighties and killing all kinds of people. And they're doing gangland assassinations. Like, the uh the 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 amount of multicultural enrichment is so much now that it seems it threatens to actually destabilize and overpower the system itself because some of these you know groups and factions that are gaining and you know strength are going to be they're going to want to do their own thing soon yeah. and we're not going to be able to stop them and, they have and some that's going to be that you know they do and and in our our parliament in our house of commons there's i don't know a dozen of these of these sikh guys yeah. who speak hindu or punjabi or whatever um and they're all working together whatever if they're liberal conservative it doesn't matter it's it's very much you know like some other ethnic groups they're primarily there to get more stuff for the sikh indian community it's not liberal conservative to them it's just how do we you know, how do we leverage this for us you know and and they're doing it 
very well. So, and uh, yeah, we're just kind of up for grabs. Everybody's just kind of whatever you can take. Ah! Oh, sorry. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it was crazy. Appropriate reaction. <laughs> it, it was crazy hearing uh, that it's bigger than America because they have to come by plane. Yeah. Like they're not marching over the border. Yeah, a, so a lot of them are. There, there was. There was a border crossing. Uh, I, I don't know if it's still open or not. They've lied about it so many times. In uh, between, between Quebec and uh, New York State, where there yeah. was a pile of people coming across all the time. And yeah, they're coming by plane and, and from all over the place. Mostly India is just, it's crazy how many have been put in here in just the last few years. Uh, lots of people are coming up from the United States from these borders down there. And you see the videos and it's like, well, is, is Mexico in a war? Are these Mexican refugees? No, that's a pile of black. These are South, you know, these are Congolese men. Mm. How did you get from Congo to Mexico? Like, how did that happen? And then they're interviewing these guys like, I'm from Iraq. I'm from Somalia. I'm from Morocco. I'm from, how did you all get here? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how, you know, you know what I'm saying? The, it's crazy. So, like, obviously, this is being engineered, and they're just like, get as many in there as possible yeah. before this pops so that they, the odds are as overwhelming as possible. They want to have as many people in here as they possibly get in, I think. Like, because going to the airport in one of these brown countries must be crazy. It's just white countries on the board, and they're like, which yeah. one well, should I choose to go to? There's, yeah, there's, a, there's a thought that uh, I saw. I think the guy's name is Tommy Sotomayor. He's a, a black guy in the States. And he said something yeah, like, yeah, Sotomayor, you know, he, baseball. yeah. And he was like, uh, listen, he's like the, the biggest thing after, after the government, the biggest block of power of people of anything that could fight them with any chance is white people. And that's who they're going after because that's the biggest threat to this uh, machine is, is like, you can't have this, if that ever collectivizes and unifies, like that's, it's got too much power, it's got too much money, it's got too many people, too many guns, too many, it'd be over. Mm. Um, so they're trying to, you know, stack the, the people that might would defend the system because they have no real attachment to any American value. Like they just got here yesterday or five years ago, they don't care, yeah. you know. And if they're going to get paid to do whatever, that that's who's going to be used by uh, by the state to kind of enforce its will against these people. If that's what it comes down to, because they're not going to be loyal to you know, the native Americans, meaning like the people that have been here for hundreds of years or been there, they're, they're going to be, you know, whoever's given them money, the, the state has allowed them, given them refugee status or whatever, and get sets them up with money, taxpayer money. Who do you, who are they going to support? And they're just piling these people in by the, by the millions yeah. from all over the world. Like it, this is an act of war. If, if I, like, are they, are they, you know, people, the real schizo paranoid people 10 years ago, like they're building an army of sleeper agents. I'm telling you. And I'm like, it, maybe, like they don't know that they're sleeper agents, but no, like exactly. that's how there's, there's no sleep. There's going to be going a on. they're just fucking footer. Yeah, they're just here, and and they can be easily manipulated. I yeah. I saw a uh, the Biden one of the first Biden ads that's out here for the for the, the election, and I was making fun of it. Like it's first, it's crazy. Like it's just nonsense. It's so over the top and dramatic and wild that it's like comedy to us. It's hilarious, but the dark thing is like, that's not, that's not directed at us. That's not trying to convince us of anything that is, is directed at the really soft, slow, not quite all the way upstairs, activated people, you know, mm. to kind of grease the wheels of morality so that when they, when the time comes for them to say that, yeah, we're going to kill these people. Now you're going to, you're, you're going to allow it. And you're probably going to want to join in because they're being framed as like, you know, there's shots of North Korea, there's like Trump and then immediately transitions to Hitler, you know, it's like, what are they saying with this? 
What are you what are you setting these people up psychologically for? And it's a very like we have to stop these people or it's the end of the world kind of thing, which would imply what? I mean, you got to do whatever it takes, don't you? Yeah. And you've got these movies coming out about civil war in the summer. I mean, it's just they're yeah. just really trying to make this go, I think. Yeah, they are for sure. And I found this video, it was very interesting that I found it yesterday on the topic of uh, Canada and Negroes. Please guys, someone come take me back home. Wallahi guys, I'm talking for real. Wallahi billahi, I'm talking for real. Someone come take me back home. Guys, look, look, look guys. Guys, wallahi boy, I can't even see the street. I can't even see where's my house. Look, look behind the Jakum, please. Please, Asmara, come take me, please. Please come someone take me, please guys. Guys, wallahi, bro, I'm, I'm tired of this, bro, bro. I'm tired of Canada, bro. Atu bijakum, bijakum, Atu bijakum, Canada is not sweet, my friend. Look what I am. Canada is not sweet. I swear to God, it's not sweet. You guys, you think it's sweet? It's not sweet. In winter, snow it's not is the only cure. We need more snow. We need 35 minus Celsius. What? Can you drive me home? No, where do you live? I live just down there. Please, I can't even see the street. I know, you gotta walk backwards. I'm going to America. You gotta walk backwards. <laughs> He's gotta be in Alberta or Saskatchewan. But that's a Somalian. Oh yeah. They call them. He's uh He's in Western Canada somewhere and it's cold out there. It's probably minus fifty Celsius, minus forty. You know. Good. Freeze his black as well. He's not ready for that, you know. <laughs> no. Man, I had another Negro as well from Canada, but I didn't save it. God. Take me back home. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's only January too, guys. It's we got another <laughs> ninety more days of this. It's just going to get worse. Uh, it's not this one. Wait, I'm just going to check something else. All right. Now, we're February. sure there's, there's more more Negroes that are regretting going to the snowy Canada. And, uh, yeah, I think more snow and more cold is uh, natural repellent for these people. If we wouldn't just give also, them... Also, they, they, the they, they always wear the sneakers, so they are miserable. Yeah. Exactly. They don't know how to <laughs> That's <dress> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to wear sneakers. That's crazy. No. No. How cold and, does it get where uh, you guys are at? Well, we had minus 35 like last yeah. week and that's as cold as it gets like we get yeah, like further north it gets like 40 but we get a week of yeah. that a year maybe yeah western canada is pretty cold <laughs> but uh the rest of it is not too bad but yeah ontario and even out east it's yeah minus me minus 25 minus 30 january february yeah so if you just let the nature do its thing the country is going to be white again because they don't want to live here <laughs> and they don't have uh you know they they can't take in the vitamin d so they're literally getting sick from living in these countries yeah. as well yeah mm. so i can see yeah, the somalians in the gas stations here they are they look like zombies even during yeah, day you know exactly. and they're i think they want paler, to jump into the volcano like, yeah, uh, they're becoming paler, which I is a bad thing. I don't like the white. I want to recon recognize the blacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just look white to me. <laughs> they look white to me. White. I think I have that weird one because I have like some red head. Not the I'm not a red head exactly, but I've got some of that. And I think there's like some kind of you don't eat nearly as much sun as most people. Mm. Yeah, like uh, they, they, they absorb 
yeah, it's like 15 times the absorption rate or something. And I get sunburned. If I'm directly, uh, like the sun, will, I'll catch fire. You know, I yeah, can't exactly. be outside like too much. Uh, yeah, I just, woo, I'll burn crazy. Um, Wait, it's all because your table's good, right? I think so, yeah. I don't have yeah. a soul, so it's, yeah, it's trying <laughs> to get me. I just stay away. Yeah. <laughs> Andreas, you are redhead, right? Yeah, that's why I, that's I why I worship the black sun because that one doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the, the black sun is nice and cool. I like that sun. one doesn't burn me to death. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like it. Yeah, and the swastika they say that that's the sun as well. I like that one too. But we can't have that. Mm. We can't have nice things in white countries anymore. It's crazy it's not how much that, here. that that symbolism goes back like so many thousands of years. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, all the, over the you world. Know, like the, it's... the Hindus in your country don't they complain about this? Was is the swastika banned in Canada or are you allowed? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it is. Have any, has anyone tried that? There... <laughs> there's a rule. There's rules against, or there's laws against like promotion of uh, hate and anti-Semitism and stuff like that. So it's yeah. like, I would imagine that's what it, that's what they would get you with. They wouldn't say that it's not the symbol itself that's illegal. It's more of like the what you're doing yeah. with it. I think. So if you had like a, a museum that, you know, that's fine. But if you're trying to, you know, do some kind of demonstration, that would not be fun. I think they would arrest you. <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't know. No one's really tested it, but it seems, I mean, there's a lot of, we have a fairly robust legal system around that. It's pretty, you know, dicey. They don't normally attack, go after too many people. I have seen it happen though. There's one guy um, in in jail for a couple of years for a YouTube video that he made. He said yeah. something about Jews. I can't remember what it was. He suggested like, maybe I don't know. He said we got to kick them out of here. I don't know what he said. He said something, and uh, yeah, he, he did. He's doing like two years in prison. Maybe <laughs> he's doing two well, years wasn't, in prison. Wasn't the guy from the made the dog to see Kyle from Canada also? No, he was from Scotland. Who was that? That's Scotland. Uh, okay, he got jailed for the dog. That yeah. Dankula? Yeah, Count Dankula. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another guy who he wrote he he wrote something on a on a website in montreal or, or something and he's he's doing time now like it's uh what if they want you <laughs> they could get yeah. you so you got to be careful yeah and it's years it's not even like oh it's a 30 you know it's probation or it's a fine no two years probably at least it's ridiculous it's disgusting yeah, yeah. The thing is they, they've system but i taught my dog to zikal i'm proud that's, of it that's good that's all they need to yeah. know they don't yeah. eat their food i guess but yeah, and, uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> and go and get the ball bark at Bark at Negroes. Yeah, bark at the strangers. But yeah. uh, which she does also. She doesn't like them. I noticed that when I'm walking her outside. Do you even have uh, any? You got rid of the Venezuelans, so. Uh yeah. We also shift out. Uh, actually, there was a story yesterday. That three men were arrested in the North Iceland. They were all members of the ISIS, oh. and they and their families got deported. But we are still bringing in them in the thousands. You know, they're, everything they are saying about the Venezuelans, Venezuelans was to get our attention of them bringing in Palestinians instead. Okay. Because yeah. they are oh. even they have camped now in front of the Parliament House as so, yeah. staging a protest to get you know <laughs> to get more, more Palestinians. Yeah, oh. and their families in. Of course. Yeah. So, motherfuckers. Yeah, it happens yeah. sometimes. I don't think they like the snow and the volcanoes erupting every now and then, so I think they were going to leave. <laughs> yeah, move them to get in the league. Just have them move Yeah, move them to Grindavik. Actually, they were, yeah. there was a, they, they were living in a hotel in Grindavik, and they were the first one to be evacuated into another hotel. But the people living in Grindavik, the Icelanders, 
are homeless. Jeez. Nice. Motherfuckers. Yeah, we're, we've got uh, crazy amounts of homelessness, and the housing crisis is worse than it's been since, I, I don't know, ever, maybe. And they're like, yeah, we're going to get another, they want like half a million of these Palestinian refugees here. Yeah. On top of the million people we're taking every year, on top of the students, on top of the, it's just, we're getting completely wiped out. Yeah, yeah I don't know if they up. figure that out, but the more people you bring in, the less housing is going to be. Like, yeah. The thing is, the problem that they have, they can't build this away because everything that gets built is too expensive to live in yeah. for normal people. Yeah. Anything that's new yeah. and flashy, and that's the problem we have here, is crazy building everywhere they're building. Mm. But no one the, wants uh, to live the, in these apartments. The the employment situation here too. I hear from people all the time that are. It's not even just like food service industry jobs. It's trade jobs, technician technical jobs. Like the trucking industry has been widely captured now. Um, these businesses are given tax subsidies and kind of little bonuses and kickbacks for hiring, you know, foreigners, temporary foreign workers and migrants yeah. and so on. So it's in their interest to not hire white Canadians. They just, you know, oh, I would, but I'm going to make money if I hire him and not you. So all across the board, everybody's just, again, they're choosing money and everybody's getting, losing their jobs Yeah, it, or been, can't find another one. They've been doing that here as well. Like 50% of yeah. the pay or I don't know, 70% of the pay from the government to the company. And it's a mistake every single time because I worked in some of these places and they hire these people. They can't do the job. Like it's simple yeah, stuff. It's like move this pallet, put it in the right place. <laughs> it's fucking impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone dies in a forklift accident. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then you get charged. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get charged. Sales. You go to prison. Yeah. You didn't have a diverse and safe, inclusive workplace, so that's why this happened. White supremacy is to blame. Ten years in prison. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. Every single time. We live in a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. this is a, a clip that I found from uh, our former minister, Ilva Johansson. Uh, she is now an MP, EU MP, talking about immigration to uh, the EU, which is interesting. But the truth is also that without migration, we will starve. Because we need also migration, but we need it in an orderly way. Yes, I think this is really important. Just to give you some figures on the EU level, that uh, on, on an ordinary year, we have around three and a half million legal migrants coming. And approximately 300,000 irregular coming, like 10% compared to, to the legal ones. And the legal migration works very well, I must say, but it's not enough. Because for demographic reasons, the working the, the population in working ages in the EU will decrease with one million per year. Is decreasing with one million per year. That means that the legal migration should grow more or less with one million per year. And that is really a challenge to do that in, a, in an orderly way. And this, I think, it's really what our citizens ask us. It's not how many migrants, it's can we do it in an orderly way? Can we manage it? Who is in control or who is coming? And that will really help people to integrate and settle into the society and that, where they should be welcome. And I really agreed with Prime Minister Mitsotakis saying also, there is a poison and that caused xenophobia and racism. And that need to be addressed because this is this poison in society that will hamper all the good um, uh, outcome that we could have of a good management of migration.
I don't like racism. Yeah. It's so I, uh, I want to disassemble this shit like an IKEA table and throw it in the garbage. Oh, it's so like it's so Orwellian the way they talk, like without saying yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. It's all just nonsense words and good and good yeah. and better it's and advancement and then poison, poison. Yeah. yeah Instead just, of making white say... babies, we see fewer, fewer white babies and less racism and more immigrants. You can't. Yeah. They're basically just saying, listen, racism bad, racism bad. Multiculti good, multiculti good. Like, there's nothing, there's no, it's just signaling. It, it's yeah. not, yeah. It's it's not saying anything. No, it's just noises. There's no, uh, like, what, what do you call that? Admission. Like what benefit? What are you talking about? There's, <laughs> There's no, no admission to what's been going wrong. Like our yeah. countries, like Sweden, yeah. is now known for gang rape and shootings. That's literally yeah. what's going on. Uh, that's in crazy. Most of the country. And the gaslighting is, is insane. I remember when when Trump mentioned that years ago during the election, and everyone laughed at him. I was like, No, he's not lying. He's, he's not wrong. Last As night again, in I'm Sweden. like, it's a, it's a good meme. Yeah, I don't. Every I've been fucking night in Sweden. Yeah, zero is heads so for years. Is it every night? Gee, last yeah. night in Sweden, every night in Sweden. Yeah, so, I, I would say like uh, there's there's there was a stat. I can't remember what year it was. It's like now Sweden has a statistic, a, a tracked government statistic for grenade attacks yeah. because they are so frequent. They need to be to have, have their own statistical spreadsheet for yeah. grenade uh, attacks. Uh, uh, and it was like three, nine, twenty six, one hundred and four, five hundred ninety seven. Like it was just went up. The, like who's throwing hundreds of grenades around Sweden? Like. Yeah, but Blue it, as sweets, long definitely. as the immigration is orderly, you know, it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah is, definitely. Most Crazy. of these gang members, they are second and third generation immigrants by now. They're well, well established <laughs> in Sweden. These ghettos are run by second mm. and third generation immigrants. They came here orderly. Mm. They probably had parents that yeah. came here and worked. And they've grown up yeah. in Sweden. And now they're just killing people it's for drugs. Yeah, it's almost as if they just needed that foundation of like slow enough legal migration to build like the foundation enough that then you can just open the gates and just dogpile everything. It'll support that. Yeah. And not like provide enough of a um a wall around it to the people won't reject it immediately because they're conflating all of this with uh, you know, immigrants that came here 40 years ago, you know, when yeah. it was like 10 per year you know (laughs) had to be some kind of scientist or something and now it's like yeah that's the same as 190 uber drivers from bangladesh who you know no it isn't but it is now so they've kind of created a way to like shield itself from criticism in doing this yeah but it's also the race intentional race blindness like in her explanation how we can just replace the people like the people that lived here before aren't making enough babies and yeah, we'll just, just get new ones. Replace them with really fertile Africans. Yeah, and that's going to solve the it's... what problem? What industry is yeah. going to solve innovation, crime? What's it going to solve to yeah. replace white it's, people it's... with brown? It's fascinating that they don't seem to understand that, or they're pretending not to. <laughs> it's hard to say sometimes, but yeah, like they they they're completely blind to it. Like I don't know, just one and one group of people is as good as the next. There's no mm-hmm. differences at all. Like really you really think that like i've known that's not true since i was like nine (laughs) because i can see and i can read and i can observe the world as a very big place with a lot of different stuff going on and there's very i mean geez there's people living in caves and doing all kinds of crazy stuff still like oh they're all the same are you sure i (laughs) i don't seem to be all the same 
It's crazy. And they're like, no, it's the same. We'll just we'll just scoop up half of uh, half of Congo, the DPR, and we'll just dump them in Toronto, and they'll run the stock exchange. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> oh well, it's fine. Just bring all of Ethiopia. We're having gang wars in the city now, like Ethiopian gang war, like different factions. There's so many Ethiopians that some of them, like there's a there's factions of them that are openly warring in the streets this summer, this past summer. Mm. That's disgusting. Yeah, they, we've all yeah, and had Somalians our Ethi- and... Ethiopians. We spoke about that with Ferryman as well. We had in Canada, mm-hmm. Sweden, France, Israel. Like e- Ethiopians yeah. is just uh, killing each other in all, almost white countries. I guess. <laughs> what's the yeah. What's the deal with Ethiopians and being just you know disgusting? Why is it Ethiopians and Somalians and Congoans that are the worst of the African people? What happened? I don't know. I don't have much experience with them. Yeah. Indians. We have a lot of Indians, though. What's the deal with that? Indians in Canada. Why do Why do the Indians come to Canada? I don't know. I don't know why that country. Because there's so many of them. Maybe Is there's one point five billion of them. It, it's like an endless. Oh, like why are they? Yeah, free stuff. Yeah, and they'll laugh yeah. about it when you when you poke them at all. They'll be like, ha ha, yeah, we're just taking everything. What are you going to do about it? Really? Stupid white colonizer. Oh yeah, slap them. As soon as, yeah. Well, it's usually on the internet. They're like, why you hate yeah. India? You're so bad. And it's like, because you should uh, stop stealing from us and get the hell out of here. And then they're like, yeah. fuck you, man. Learn to build comic system and stop pooping in the streets, you yeah. savage. Yeah. They become hostile immediately. I was saying, like, we should be at war with this country. They said yeah. ten, they stole $10 billion last year from senior citizens in the United States. It's like from scams on the internet. Yes, India uh, did. What the Indian fuck? scammers. We, it's yeah. like, I would send the United States Marines there and be like, uh, so you owe us uh, $12 billion. We're going to take two interest or we're going to fucking start killing people. <laughs> okay. I agree. Don't steal. Don't you ever steal from our senior. You stole from my mother, you know, like you stole from our moms. You stole from the mothers of America and your response is, oh my goodness. No, I would send an aircraft carrier. <laughs> I'd make a huge spectacle out of it. I'm like, there's no way we're putting up with this. That's yeah. it would put an end to Indian call scams forever for everyone in the world. Yeah, everyone then we'd take on the Nigerian call scams. Yeah, right. They would <laughs> shut down quickly too. Be like, you're next. Do I have to come over there too? You know, and it would be all over. You'd, you'd get Some of them did not scream. It's like they, they wanted magazine. to be. Go on. I just accidentally played that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> the time, time's man of the year. Yeah. Rid the world of the call scams. Yeah, it's interesting that we have different demographics being used as like uh, genetic weapons. Like we have the Indians in Canada, you have the Mexicans in America, you have the Chinese in Australia, you have uh, Somalis and Syrians, Afghanis in Sweden. Uh, different. Flavors. It could just be the same there's, here. There's been, there's been strange like criminal connections between the Indian government and the Canadian government for decades. So it could be that it's, it's not so much mm. as it's just what was convenient. Like they've got kind of a foothold in the country now and yeah. they're just exploiting yeah. it, you know, but a lot of people, and, like, they... I think it's like half of our trucking industry is owned by Sikh Indians now yeah. half. They're like 2% of the country. But as far as industrial trucking goes, half of it is you when know, you see these trucks and there's uh, every day another one, there's a one off the road or one crashed into an overpass or flew off a cliff or something. Yeah, yeah it's I, an I, Indian guy. I noticed that there's a lot of Indians also, um, rich Indians buying Icelandic companies, like big companies, the hotel chains and everything like that has been bought yeah. by Indian. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And you wonder where they but, got the money sometimes. Yeah, well, by scamming our old people. 
Mm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Stole money from my grandmother and then used it yeah. to buy up some factory and fired everybody yeah. and hired all your friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, like, the big question is, the Sikhs and the Hindus, like, do they all poop on the streets? Or is it just oh, a religious thing? I'm not like, sure. But they, they seem to hate each other. I, they, I don't know how much they all seem to worship cow dung to some extent. Yeah, okay. Um, whether they eat little... it or bathe in it, it's, there's a sliding scale, apparently. Sodomize it. Some of them seem to, yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 we could surmise that it's a genetic thing, the, the street pooping. It, it's across all Indian religions. <laughs> it's half of a, or something, most of all the people in the, wor in the world that, you know, do open defecation are in India. It's like yeah. over half the population of India or half or something like that, like 700 million people. Yeah. Just are like, yeah, we'll just... Don't want to sound like a racist, but they, they also look like poop. The skin color is like poop is. <laughs> yeah, that's what they I tell me. I couldn't say, but yeah, here's a clip of uh, Africans' attitude towards rape that's been going around on Twitter for a few weeks. I was oh, going to use it. Yeah, I was going to use it last week in our bit about uh, women, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll fire it off here and see what they say. Guys, let's go. Some of them they're not screaming. It's like they they wanted to be raped. You see. She also grabs you, you see, no it's more like crying. It's like she's enjoying it, you, you know, see. even though she isn't, but it's like she's enjoying yeah. it. Do you think it's right? Do you think it's right to rape? Yeah, it's, it's, it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. What about the consequences of what you're doing in terms of how that affects exactly. the person that's raped? Yeah, the consequences, we look at that all the time, you know, because it happens, she might scream, you know, people might wake up. A lot of people. I'm not just talking about. I'm talking about the emotional effect, the physical effect it has on. Yeah, the girl. yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes we know that uh, we might rape her and wake up tomorrow with viruses ourselves, like HIV. You know. What about what about regretting what you've done to the girl? I also do regret about it because if she fell pregnant, what will be that baby's father? Who will be that baby's father? But what about her personal feelings? God, I don't mean to laugh, but that's like the funniest, most race It's like cavemen. It's like talking to a Neanderthal or something. Yeah. Like just wow, there's just nothing going on upstairs there, huh? It's just absolutely like just everything total is about lack of how sympathy it's also. Them. Like everything is about how it's going to affect yeah. them to rape this woman. It's like, yeah, it's really good. Who's going to gonna rape, be that? But sometimes yeah. you get who's going to be. But that... they wondered. They were worried about who's going to be that baby's father. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was the worst part. That was weird. Damn. Who should? If only there were someone that should take care of it. Oh, yeah. I, wonder who, I don't know. Not me. Do, yeah. I don't know who <laughs> why, why would Not it be me? me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. I fuck these animals. Like you, Seriously. You can see oh, like goodness. where the African American fatherless phenomenon comes from. It comes from Africa. Yeah, but and th is that so? Like... Wasn't 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 it so? Like forty years ago, American African Americans had fathers, but it seems like the system just took them away. That's what I hear. You know that, that you know in the so-called ghettos of America, there was you know established families living well, until they, they in the seventies. They say that is the it, uh, the the state introduced the drug trade into the uh -huh. black black communities as an alternative, like or you could do this yeah. for a living, and it just created this self destructive. Like that's kind of where it came from, because like yeah. there's a process to making crack cocaine, and it's 
unlikely that <laughs> certain people yeah, have practiced chemistry. You know, and yeah. all of a sudden there's this extremely lucrative, extremely cheap, extremely addictive drug that, you know. So there's a whole conspiracy theory about there with the CIA. And I, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised. No, but, I um, think that, yeah, you they, know, I think that's genetic. Like they don't take care of their offspring. Like all Africans are obviously not the same. There are different kinds of Africans. Mm. But in general, you had this community tribe kind of thing where the women would take care of the children, the men would hunt, whatever like that. Mm. I think that's still very much ingrained in them. And I think the yeah, maybe. the like when you saw in the like before the oh man not the emancipation but uh, when they you, uh, I mean if you grew up in a culture that that's, that's that different that that's just not something you thought about like yeah children are just raised by like whoever yeah but I think so, like, <laughs> it's like when they lived, all the like, women take care of that like why would it enter his head yeah but prior to like the sixties and when they they did the integration thing in America. Like I think living in white At societies, gunpoint. yeah, they they stuck together. Like they emulated the white culture, and they had families mm. that you know resembled white families and all that kind of stuff. But it kind of yeah. fell apart. And like, yeah, the well, drugs definitely it did. didn't help. Mal for sure. Malcolm X had some words about that, but then he got shot also. Yeah. He yeah, was friends sure. with George Lincoln Rockwell, who also got shot. <laughs> A lot yeah. of people were getting shot in the sixties. Yeah, all these oh, people that speak out just end up getting holy for some yeah. reason. Speak out about certain things and you get uh, shot in the face. So we were talking a little bit about hate speech laws in Canada. I heard and I spoke a little bit to, to Ferry about that, but that the Holocaust now explicitly is illegal to talk about. Have you oh, seen yeah. any consequences of this? Any content creators or anything that got into trouble? Not yet. No. Um, there's a couple of guys have done some tests just to okay. see. Um, I don't think they're going to bite for that. I think they're waiting until they get it's until it's worth using. You know, they're yeah. not going to just slap a fine on somebody for making a joke or or trying to you know just be edgy. They're going to wait and use it when it's or not i don't know everything's everything's very strange right now the, the the mood is shifting so dramatically and rapidly that it's it's like both engines of the plane are out you know uh are we gonna what kind of land are we, get, we gonna have right now i don't know but it's uh there's we have like ongoing protests in every major city still over this over this palestinian thing okay um I, I don't know when the next election is going to be but the government is like on it's it doesn't feel very stable. <laughs> it feels like feels like we have a very tenuous grip on order here. You mentioned that that it was kind of a you know white pill how people had woken up to how the government is treating them and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But after the protests, yeah. the trucker protests, I mean Trudeau couldn't even go outside without getting shit thrown at him. Like people were shouting yeah. that they hate him, that he should kill himself, and all that kind of stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. pretty crazy. So yeah, he's still in charge, yeah, is he? Like, oh yes, who, who do you yeah. Have? <laughs> Jesus. No one. They're all bad. They're all terrible. Yeah. They're all. Um, even the the so-called conservative party is just uh, like the old saying goes. They're just you know the liberals doing the speed limit. They're just yeah. ten years behind, exactly. if that you know. And that, but in contrast, it seems like oh well, that's you know the, the laziness of the average guy who you know puts more time into you know following hockey teams and who plays for who and which you know other man's name he should put on his back while he cheers yeah. on children playing a child's game for millions of dollars and it, but he'll spend no time thinking about this at all it's like oh that seems better than that one so i picked that one and then goes back to sleep like mm -hmm. you know they're not thinking of like you're just 
it's two steps forward, one step back. If that's how they have to do it. Right. It's like the, what they call it, ratchet theory. Yeah. Um, you know, where the one, the one side is really pushing the agenda. And then when, you know, it get, gets burned out, you get tired, you switch to the other one, which is so far behind that it seems refreshing you know? yeah. and it's going to slowly, just slowly ratchet it up and let the pressure out. And then when the, and we go back to the other one, when it's time ready to do some more, and that does seem to be how it's gone. And they've always followed in lockstep. The conservatives now are where the liberals were 10 years ago. And that's, you know, one of the, the their guy just said it the other day. He's like, ah, we're just the same as they weren't. 10, 20 years ago. That's not good. That's yeah. I mean, you're seeding ideological ground then, aren't you? You've 20 yeah. years later, you've lost all of that. Uh, and they've got the deputy leader is a lesbian Jewish woman, you know, the whole thing is that's good. And, and then there's the new, the NDP has a, as a Sikh Indian. Guy he, <laughs> he, he's got, you know, criminal connections. It sounds like to these, you know, groups and there's just nobody like it, it's crazy. It's it, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> There's not really any choice. Probably the conservatives will win, but I think people are quickly going to get over the, the honeymoon probably pretty fast because I think they're going to be worse than the guys that are in there now. And uh, we're in such a bad economic situation and with the mass migration and the homelessness and the, the cost of living, like there, there's no avoiding this destruction that's going to happen and they're going to inherit this dumpster fire everyone's going to blame them anyway they're going to have all kinds of problems in their hand. and they've already shown that they're willing to throw journalists in prison and do all the same greasy stuff that they're the other side is doing so i think i think they'll probably be worse after a couple of years people will hate them worse than the ones we have now yeah they did that switch in sweden in the last election where we had the social democrats have been in power for eight years and they're like oh we have to get rid of socialism Let's vote the mm. moderates, which is like the center right wing party and the Sweden Democrats. Yeah. A lot of people are like excited about Sweden Democrats. Yeah. And now, I mean, nothing has been done about mass immigration for sure. Uh, they've been in power for yeah. over a year. And uh, yeah, it's they, like a, they, they did manage to lower the diesel price. We're, we're currently buying <laughs> cheaper diesel. So that's good. But at what cost? You <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like a tug of war. Like if you if you only if you only move it like a little bit, like because you get points the further like the center line moves, you know, to yeah. the left or the right. And if it's like you only move it a little bit, but that you're not winning, you're still losing. You're just losing yeah. less. You know, it's like, oh well, we're moderate now. It's like, okay, well, you're still losing, but you're just not losing as bad as you were. Yeah. But you're still losing. It's like they'll let you take a break, but they're still bleeding you out. And it's you gotta go all the way to the other end and pull, you know stiff in the other direction to to move the center line over to move like the overton window over um which is what telling the truth is doing um and they don't like that either so <laughs> yeah and that's something that we push it's, a lot uh, is to to like break people's belief in the system and that's what the trucker yeah. protest does that's what like the yellow yeah. vest protest does uh, when the system They're, hits hard you, and you're like well, maybe the the police and the white coats and the politicians aren't really out for my best interests. Maybe they hate me. We, maybe they they we've still white. Yeah, we we've still got people in prison. Like we've got political prisoners all over the country still. Like yeah. there's guys from the trucker protest still in jail. They haven't yeah. even been to trial yet. They Jesus. haven't. Uh, you know, just being held on. You know, no criminal record. They're just like, yeah, we're just gonna keep them here forever until we until we want to. Yeah, it's crazy. And one of the uh, there was a detective in Ottawa. Um, who was in charge her her job was to investigate uh, uh deaths of children uh 
yeah. like specifically. And there was a spike in, you know, dead children around yeah. medicine time that we had to go through. Yeah. So she started to look into it because there's been a, you know, a huge spike and she's looking into it. So the, the, the police department attacks her, uh, charges her with like misconduct. And now they're trying to do like witness intimidation, cra like crazy. It's a kangaroo circus of a court now. And then there's this other one where they're prosecuting uh, Lich and Barber, who were two of the like, calling them leadership. Again, it was just people that went there. <laughs> no one was really in charge of anything. Mm -hmm. But they charged them with mischief. And I think they were in jail for months for, for a mischief charge. And that's like a two-month trial. It's taken longer than OJ. Uh, I, I just like, how, how do you expect to continue? Every time you take these crazy radical positions against people, you're going to carve off a lot of support that... Uh, from people that now see you as you know you're you're not fair you're a very biased kind of tyrannical maniac like how many how many people can sit through these court proceedings and not feel like gross it's not yeah. everyone some of them are going to notice and then they're going to be you can't unnotice and then you know no. where do they inevitably end up um they just they keep doing more damage it's like the more they double down the worse they make it so it's like we're yeah people uh, are being radi radicalized by these kinds of incidents yeah. and that's good yeah it seems to be happening faster and faster too yeah to them like radicalization is like just blind hatred and you want to kill everyone to us radicalization is like realizing that we have to make some radical changes to our countries yeah to be able to live in peace again yeah i was saying this the other night where they'll, they'll say like uh oh you guys are extremists you're radical crazy I'm like no i you're extreme you'll get you guys you know the enemy is like you're you know, forcing experimental injections on people and taking their jobs and just unilaterally declaring wars all over the world with no justification whatsoever. You're allowed. You're just going to dramatically change the landscape. We're just going to replace the people with all of India. We're going to. No one consulted anyone. That's extreme. That's crazy. Extreme. Like I'm, I'm a regular guy from like 1981. Yeah. You know, like that's pretty much. And I'm crazy. I'm the extreme. No, it's it's completely backwards. Like they've lost their minds, and it's even just having like the common sense average guy. What was normal in like back then is now so far outside the range of what's acceptable that they consider you a terrorist. It's it's mental. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, we have some uh, donations coming in here. We have Bigot Smalls. He says, "I'm sitting on a gorillion dollars, but you only get five. <laughs> Thanks, man. <sighs> uh, thank you very much." <laughs> Uh, we have Laby Liquor says, thanks for having Jeremy on. It's, uh, is it illegal to talk about certain World War II events in your country? And how was the COVID for you guys? Yeah, yes, it is. It isn't <laughs> illegal to talk about World War II stuff in Sweden if you're not a Nazi. Like, if oh. you're a National Socialist and you run a National Socialist website and you write articles about Hitler... You have to make sure mm. that it's not a positive article. Like we have on Nordfront.se, which is our Swedish news website, we have a thing called, uh, what's that, the daily article, like the date, mm -hmm. something happened on that date. And we have one right. for Hitler's birthday. And that's the only <laughs> thing we write about Hitler on the website. And it's literally a, a neutral article about Hitler's life. Like there's no, nothing celebrating him, nothing good that he ever did. Just what happened, <laughs> you know? So we have to be so careful. So we can't publish uh, pictures of Hitler on the website. We can't publish <laughs> pictures of Hitler in our propaganda because, you know, it's this positive promoting of Hitler. So, but we can discuss the Holocaust. We do it all the time. 
and we make sure to hmm. ridicule it and expose it and you know do everything that we can while we can because it's on the books to make anti-semitism and belittling of the holocaust uh, illegal in Sweden. yeah so it's kind that's of what we have you'll 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 probably get the same. It's like the same definition they're applying everywhere. It's like they yeah. cooked up this kind of like airtight. This is going to prevent anybody from saying anything ever again. Yeah. And they've applied it. I'm pretty sure we have it here. And it's like any basically the short version is there's there's what we say it, how it is. And that's all anyone is ever going to say. And any mm -hmm. deviation from this at all is jail. Yeah. Whoa. Okie dokie. So that's that's Canada. So if you say uh, that it's. That five million instead of six million you're belittling the holocaust yeah. you know if you're yes. saying that they you're were no shades you know yeah if you're downplaying it if you're minimizing or, or anything like that and, it, and it's like the, the way that it's worded is like if it can be interpreted that way and it's like interpreted by who it doesn't say it, it's very all it's all very all the, a lot of the new laws have been passing in the last 10 years are terrifying they're all yeah. like and they, could they, you could be interpreted any number of ways and it's the funny thing here is that means the tactic going forward is to amplify the Holocaust. Like, tell them about I the masturbation machines. Tell them about the roller coaster of death. Tell them about the I ovens. like the roller coaster. <laughs> tell them the about the eagles and the bears. One and a half million people and burning them and then digging them back down. The bear is a good Bear and the eagle. The bear is a good yeah. one. <laughs> you know, tell them about Listen, Tell the people about these stories, you know. We had a, extremely a, strong wooden doors. Absolutely. <laughs> we had a, a Swedish, buildings. Swedish celebrity, uh, Holocaust survivor, Mitek Grocher. Uh, he did these school tours where he told the children about his survival story. And he escaped, I think it was seven gas chambers because he walked backwards in the line when they were going oh. in the chamber. He was doing the moonwalk back out. Smart. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. Wow. Like these stories need to be a dancer. Right? Never seen that. Yeah. Brilliant. It's good stuff. They're very clever people. <laughs> <laughs> and they build great tunnels. Yes. Very great. So we well, have not a, great tunnels. No, Even I mean I'm like they disgusting. I was like, I I could have done a better job <laughs> than this. Like I yeah, this, my this dogs is are better. Just, I'll dig it. Yeah, this is just guys with picks and buckets. Like this isn't yeah. anything. This is like a bunch of like they no one has any time like they just you know i don't, know. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it i'm a i'm a denier of the high iq at least put so... some lights in here or something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just stare with carpet the, like the headlight your knees that space yeah you gotta crawl on your knees as it is at least put like a foam mat like you know like gym mats or put something some down. clean you know? mattress at least not a dirty yeah. mattress i mean yeah. if it clean rains this up. It's it's up with that. down there like, it's just gonna be yeah. mud yeah. It's yeah that's true too so Gross. <laughs> yeah he's, <laughs> he's asking how was covid for you guys and i'm gonna just gonna say oh. this to a canadian that suffered canadian uh, covid for the swedes was a smooth ride <laughs> yeah we, we had no luck we made sure to mention that a lot it's like yeah. so sweden has done nothing they're like we're not doing any of these things and it's no. like they're all still alive somehow i mean there they are look at them walking around alive having fun and there was videos of them just going to shops and everything and it's like oh look at that they're yeah. still not dead all of sweden all alive still somehow it was crazy the whole news just was like okay the rest of the world never exists anymore we don't even our news doesn't talk with the rest of the world anymore. Hardly it ever. Unless it's something they want you to know about. Like, oh, the damn Hamas terrorists. 
Yeah. Like that, you know, but other than that, like there's no riots in Paris. Don't worry about that. There's no craziness in Germany. Don't worry about that. Nothing's happening in Ireland. Don't worry about that. Nothing's no, no, no Jew tunnels. uh, You didn't get Jew tunnels in Canada. (laughs) No, nothing in the mainstream media. Surprisingly, I couldn't believe it. You know, normally you'd find that would be strange if a bunch of guys dressed like the Pope started crawling out of the sewer. Yeah. A bunch of cops yeah. were arresting them and coming out of the Catholic Church. I'd, I'd, I'd be, I feel like that'd be a global story. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like everybody yeah. would be asking questions about that. One. Yeah, but imagine if but Nazis no. were digging tunnels anywhere at any point. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a big just story. just not even doing that. They're just standing there. Yeah, just in a field. <laughs> Nazis. Imagine Nazis. That's big. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Nothing yet, but they're gonna do something. You just know it. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Yes, yeah, so the thing is, we had we had restrictions in Sweden, but they were called recommendations. You know, they recommended uh-huh. wearing a mask. They recommended washing your hands. They recommended yeah. staying apart, but none of this stuff was really enforced. Oh, Although Swedes was... are so good that if the white coat tells them to do something, they just do it. Whereas mm. our mm. no-go zones, they weren't, you know, as yeah. You know, and no, we, if you can just imagine like all these these Arabs and you know gangbangers going on a public transport and being forced to wear a mask. Like, yeah, who's gonna force yeah. them? I I think the only place that was worse than us was Australia, and that yeah, was Melbourne. until the trucker convoy, which was crazy. The trucker convoy was ridiculous. Like the crackdown and everything they did, they froze everybody's bank accounts. They confiscated yeah. all kinds of money. They ruined t- countless people's lives and just destroyed them. But like a lot of these truckers lost their businesses and their rigs and everything. They're worth like a million dollars. And it's like yeah. seized goodbye. You're ruined. And oh well, it, it you know, um, but it was depending on the province for, at first. But eventually, yeah, everyone just succumbed to the. As soon as they were told to, all the distancing, all the masks, all had to, you had to do it to get your job. You know, you're going to be fired. Maybe they ruined the military with it. The police purged a ton of people too. all the best ones because they weren't willing to go along with it. The healthcare fought. We laid off 10,000 healthcare personnel across the country. Now there's a healthcare crisis. Everyone that had like their own brain. And they won't hire them back. They won't even hire them back. There's, they're like, no, we need, we need Indian nurses and doctors and stuff now. That's what we need. And we're going to train them here with to really low standards. The military doesn't have any standards anymore. It's like they don't exist. It's like the, the people that had to be purged or cut or fired, they, they no longer, they just don't exist Yeah. at all. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's, yeah, we just discarded that whole, so we're like literally on our own at this point and guys are having to decide you know yeah they are they're going to build cabins in the woods and try to come up with some kind of their own business or feed themselves in some way to offset their income that they're going to lose and yeah Um, Yeah, what do you think about the theory that uh, a large part of this covid shit was uh like a transfer of wealth like a lot of uh businesses and like regular people's uh, livelihoods were destroyed whereas all the globalist companies stayed open you know, they got yep. basically the whole market for themselves after. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't an accident. I think yeah. that was totally intentional. And uh, it was the biggest wealth transfer in history, I think. Yeah, I don't think that exactly. could be an accident. It was trillions oh. of dollars. Yeah. You know, that's never happened before. So, like, there's no way that was an accident. No. It was just robbery all around. They just totally, I was, you know, saying the and other it, night, like, it, everybody. Yeah, go. I, I was going to say, everyone has, is well within their rights to be like outraged not like angry not frustrated like out of there like something needs to be furious yes like this is like our futures have been destroyed now because these people are greedy sellouts what are we going to do about that oh nothing i guess that's 
terrible. Some you people know? I was always so confused in Iceland that there was like five people were allowed in the supermarket to buy food, but 50 allowed in the alcohol store. Yeah. Yeah, they they sure, this was the law. They closed all the gyms. You couldn't go to the gym, but you could go to the you could go to the beer store. You could get yeah, out. Yeah, what the fuck? You can't go yeah. to the beach, but you can uh, you can go to the hockey game. Um, <laughs> all the big businesses, the billionaires didn't want to lose any money, so they made sure all that kept yeah. going. They made sure they kept the sports going. Still, all the hockey players are still flying around and playing hockey. Yeah, and they would like it was ridiculous. And they would not be masked in Iceland. The football players were not masked, but the school children were masked. Yeah, they did that to us here too. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, and they and they did it after everyone else. They still were like, no, we're going to leave it on the kids for a while longer. Like, based on what? They just, um, my uh, girlfriend and I actually got arrested for <laughs> protesting that as well. Jesus. Uh, I can't really say much about it because I'm still under conditions for that. That's in, you know, in court still. But yeah, it just, 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 just because, like, how dare you? How dare you protest? Jail, you know? What was the protest? Um, you kept your child at home or? No, it was it was just in in protest of the uh, the masking. They, they were okay. just we're just gonna we're just gonna keep doing it like for no reason. No one else is. Uh, Nova Scotia too, the east eastern province that I'm in is I think shares a, one or two other provinces also won't hire back anyone that they fired. Hmm. So they're like the longest ones to hang on, and they've just the, the amount of corruption is is uh, <laughs> it's really disturbing, and a, a lot of it is is being trickling out through these uh court proceedings and you know disclosure and evidence you know pursued and stuff and it's pretty alarming i don't know how much longer it's gonna go uh maybe they drop the case but yeah it's crazy it's it may, yeah so what it's is the just, situation it's like, with, with uh, schools in canada like are you allowed to homeschool or for now i yeah. wouldn't be surprised is if you're like not a in a few years thing or is it uh, yeah. a big thing to homeschool or it's becoming a lot more popular, but it's gonna it's being viewed by the, you know, establishment as like only extremists are doing that. You know, you're yeah. basically a terrorist. They're they're creating this kind of framework around what kind of person is basically dangerous. Mm-hmm. And they've been kind of they've been kind of shaping it for years and years and kind of saying, Oh, it's the Trump supporting this or it's these far right militias and it's this and it and it the caricature they're kind of building in the minds and you'll see it a lot in movies and tv shows like the bad guys are always a certain you know oh there's southern americans with american flags or confederate flags or something and they're Mm -hmm. doing meth and they're you know they're always kind of turning the but it's it's morphing now to be less extreme and to be almost more like basically white families yeah yeah basically regular white people are all evil and bad like we're trying to (laughs) it's like they started at the fringes with like you know, crazy characters and, and are now getting it to be, it's, it's being pushed at all kinds of popular media everywhere. I don't even watch any of it hardly. And it's impossible not to see. Yeah. I started watching a show the other, like Yellowstone. I think it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's an American show. The but memes. It, That's not the right yeah. Thing. It's just, yeah. you know, half the show is pretty it's good. And the other half is just straight been, propaganda. We've been watching a lot of nineties uh, action movies and eighties action movies lately. Mm. And all the die hard movies have nazis as the bad guy yeah and they're literally yeah. german nazis as well and indiana jones yeah some... indiana jones super nazis you know yeah so uh also... there's another one recently the the boys i think it's a it's yeah. kind of like a superhero the show superhero but it's more show, like yeah. they're all they're all dickheads and yeah. they're all like drug addicts and scum and yeah. 
know, but yeah, there's the whole season arc. There it was like, guess what, guys? The Nazis. Like it, it it's everywhere. It's the the endless perpetual boogeyman. Yeah, it has to be. I don't get. It. I like Nazis. Have, people have to be reminded every day, everywhere. Yeah, you were watching uh, Indiana Jones rooting for the Nazis. You were like, I hope they yeah. get to keep that artifact. And I uh, like super Nazis. <laughs> They're my favorite. Hitler. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Oh, he was alive, Hitler, actually, what they, during that. What, yeah, that's true. What were they trying to get in that movie, The Ark of the Covenant or something? Yeah, that's right. That's the one where they melts his face, the box opens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it freaked so, me out as a kid. Me too. <laughs> you see I was like eight when I saw stuff. that. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. The anti-white stuff has been consistent. Uh, like, it's, it's all uh, Hollywood, Jewish, literally directed or produced by Spielberg. Spielberg like produced every single movie in the 80s and 90s it's crazy yeah Yeah. but all the family movies anyway like family adventure movies that's literally spielberg so ruined them and now we've come to like this new one it's not the civil war one but it's the Mm. i don't know there was clips going around from this new movie that's out already i think and it's like this black couple that owns a house that white people rent and then the black people are like super anti-white and hate these white people (laughs) and you know they're disgusting so that's uh, the future is just normal white people trying to live their lives and sometimes not around black people they just want to live among themselves they're like literally the worst uh, boogeyman yeah that that's one of the that's one of the last i think like real pieces of the puzzle for people to understand that they're just not understood it takes a little while like i didn't mm-hmm. get it at first i you know it all sounded crazy to me at first and then you start to really pay attention and you're like yeah they, this this is all this really hates white people <laughs> everywhere you go it's all it is in there isn't it it is really pervasive it starts to just become more and more you know that's what they call it the noticing once you see it you can't unsee it yeah. and it's like they act like oh you're just seeing things like no i'm not these are all very clear cut and dry obvious insert any other group of people and this is international news of like the most racist thing you've ever fucking seen but because it's white people it's fine like we had a a museum in vancouver recently that was uh like basically how you're a piece of shit and like here's all the colonizing you did and here's how you can be less white and here's all and it was like this was funded by taxpayers and just craziness like Wow, you know, it's not even a pretending anymore. Now we're just doing full blown yeah, public people displays. Going there, they're like, "Fuck, we're awesome! Look at all this stuff that we did." Yeah, <laughs> this is fucking great. Well, they go, they, they, it's, it's all empathy based. They're just trying to make everybody yeah, feel guilty and, feelings, and like, yeah, yeah they right. feel like if they're guilty, they're ashamed. They won't, you know, stick up for themselves because they think it's bad to do it. Yeah, yeah. What is it? The feelings don't care about your facts. That's yeah, the reversal no. there that actually checks out that yeah. feelings is what rules society. And uh, that's how they get there. Yeah, feeling make like uh, potent propaganda with feelings. Yeah. Feelings are facts around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so I want to thank you for your time. It's been a great talk uh, with a uh, fellow snow bro. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we uh, enjoy your show. It's very professional, very funny. Well, You're a funny guy. Hilarious, man. Yeah. It's, it's oh, really thanks, good. man. Appreciate it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to tell us uh, some last words for the listeners or stuff coming up with your show or any plans? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I'm going to keep 
do what I'm doing. We're trying to look at working around uh, maybe a live tour uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to do like a, maybe a little pilot prod test run, uh, maybe in Ontario soon. And then uh, if it works out, I'll try and carry that. That's the kind of the long term. That would be that would be cool if we could pull that off. But other, other than that, just uh, you know, more of the regular, you know, struggling to not be arrested and killed or whatever else happens. This great as we anticipate, you know, the Chinese are going to bring back Jurassic Park next. Like, who the hell knows what's going on? But uh, yeah, I usually stream three three nights a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, and you can find it all at ragingdissident.com. Has all of my social media links, Telegram, Substack, and and so on, and uh, Twitter. So. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. And thank you, thank you for listening, people, and watching the show. Like I said in the beginning, we're going on a hiatus now, and it's going to be at least two and a half months. So we'll see where we go from there. But thank you for all the generous donations as well. They're going to come in handy for my ketchup and pasta. I'm going to eat after the show. And... Uh, you can find the show on Telegram. It is Nordic Frontier Podcast and Nordic Frontier Chat. And you can find everything that we do on our website, nordicresistancemoment.org. And during this hiatus, I'll be pushing out some more of my Hey Buddy videos. And I have pushed up a few this week. So you can check them out on Andreas Johansson NF on YouTube, on TikTok, and on Telegram. And with that, I say, don't be an English cigarette, and hail victory. Hail victory. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. 
You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time.